Find recovery. This show is pre-recorded. Sunny with a 100% chance of government overreach. The Kate Daly Show starts now. A man has ruined a weekend away with his girlfriend by saying what he was thinking. Reporter Emma Bradford is at the scene. Martin Bishop and Eleanor Shaw have stopped at a cosy country pub after a romantic walk when Miss Shaw looked up meaningfully at Bishop and asked what he was thinking at that very moment. <laughs> the weekend was about to go very wrong indeed. I was hoping he would say, maybe this would be a, a great place to bring the kids one day. <laughs> or even something... Corny but sweet, like, I have everything I'll ever need right here. And what did you say, Martin? I said, pigs are much bigger than you expect. <laughs> One of them was so big you could ride it. More from us later. Every time I hear that one. That was actually Will Swenson, who used to perform here locally <laughs> in that clip. It's funny. Welcome, Kate Daly Show. I, boy, I have a show for you today. We have a show. I have, uh, we have, actually. Uh, the national part of this show, the two hours, is going to be jam-packed with so much truth. I am a little worried about how people receive that. We'll try to present it in a way that's cohesive and and great but man oh man oh man got a lot got a lot mm. on the show today and uh hi uncle milty how are you hello i'm good i think i'm i'm glad i don't own a construction company why i i don't know how this could possibly happen but four hundred thousand uh-huh. dollars worth of construction equipment has recently been stolen from construction sites around st george and washington city hmm. You don't just sneak away with construction equipment. Right, right. Hmm. How does that happen? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's an insurance deal. Yeah? Hmm. That'll lead us into our last hour. All right. So uh, we'll be talking about that a little bit. That's funny that you mentioned that. Um, And I think you could be right on that. A lot of construction firms now have cameras on all their stuff, too. Sure they do. Mm -hmm. Anyway. GPS trackers. Yeah, I know. It's pretty hard to... Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me if they strung out the um, Rittenhouse case until tomorrow, just because Friday's a little better for verdicts. It's like it's like document dump night. They always give you the big document Friday at like five o'clock. So because they know everyone's going to be on the weekend just doing their thing. Yeah, that yeah. and like in, if there's riots and stuff in Chicago, uh-huh. they'll have two separate instances mm-hmm. instead of one big one on Saturday right, night. Right, <laughs> right, right. Oh, what a mess. Yeah. Um, what a mess. It's self-defense. I don't know what the problem here is, but uh, it, they've turned it into a circus because they wanted to turn it into a circus because the media wanted to turn it into a circus. No black people <clears throat> involved. Mm-hmm. And yet, it's a racial issue. I know, I know. It's I, you got me on that one. I don't know. I, I you know what? Media. That's all I can say. Yeah. Media spin. Media, media spin. Media lies, and they are nice hair, nice teeth, and that's about it. Um. So we're seeing so many people, like basketball players, that happen to maybe I don't know. 
play for BYU mm-hmm. um, that are getting the jab and then suddenly can't play. But the news is saying they just suddenly have circula- circulatory problems or issues or, oh, they just, you know, and it's usually right after that shot. So very interesting to me how they really have to bypass the truth. I mean, it's not as if it's not as if you just have a clumsy journalist. They actually have to intentionally say that it's not post-shot stuff, right? right? They have to actually kind of make up like, oh, heart defects happening in every baby. Oh, um, little kids with problems. Yeah, that's happening all over the place. 20-year-olds with heart attacks and blood clots totally happens every day. You, yeah. you have to absolutely intentionally do that. Sick. It's sick. Very similar to how they handled the extra cases of autism. Yeah. Yeah, you don't meet anybody. Perfectly normal. Well, where's all the cases over the age of 60 with autism? If autism has just always been around, yeah, yeah you don't find it. No, it's because not they're not there. It's not there. Um, another thing I wanted to mention, too, and there was a reason we played that intro coming in, um, but I wanted to, uh, to say that OSHA has... <laughs> It doesn't surprise me because the uh, the federal court swatted them right, and now they're now they're suspending enforcement. They don't have enforcement, and they don't have any U.S. code backing up their enforcement. Duh! I mean, of course they have to suspend their endor- their uh, enforcement. Yeah, but they said it in a way that says, yeah. you know, we really don't think the government has the right to tell us that we can't enforce it, but right. we're going to go along for now. But we're going to go along for now. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's no U.S. code. Nothing's written. And the media keeps trying to say that it's part of the EO for federal contractors. It is not. And that is still in the courts right now. Uh, yep. they're, they're, they're little narratives falling apart, you think? Yeah, totally. totally falling apart. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Caller, you're live. All righty, then. Got a little shy. Okay, that's fine. The Listen. Democrats are jumping ship like you can't believe. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's unbelievable how many have announced retirement mm-hmm. or not. I'm not going to run. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. They know. They know what the writing is on the wall. Yeah. Yeah, they're hoping a, they don't get tried for treason mm, if they get out. I wish, I wish the parties actually made a difference in your liberty, but they don't. So I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Hardcore lefties can do a lot of damage. Yes, yeah, but uh, it's just too bad the right's not going to actually take a stand. So um, that's why I say it doesn't matter at the end of the day. But um, but with OSHA now, if your company is telling you. <laughs> that they're going to do this to you and you have to leave, don't leave. But if, they, if you have to leave, just remember, just remember, don't leave. Make them fire you. Just continue to go to work and not worry yep. about it because I cannot believe how many people locally are trying to get in on this. I know a lot of people that are going, if you don't take this shot, you have to work at home or you have to hmm. do this or do that and make it kind of impossible for the job. And and then here we are, right? And they think that they can get away with this. They're, every one of them is going to lose their case when they get sued. Mm-hmm. Every one of them. Very true. Very, very true. And uh, the reason that we played that video or that liner coming into was there was, sorry, there was a couple stories. Number one, well, we'll get to the other two in just a moment. But the first one I wanted to talk about was the story about um, 
about the Women and Leadership Project at Utah State University. Okay, keep that in mind. The Women and Leadership Project just found that um, pretty much everyone's a sexist <laughs> and and the and the remarks are prevalent in Utah and normalized in everyday conversation, public communication and social settings. Why does it not shock me that a women's group <laughs> found that everything we do in Utah is sexist towards them? What is wrong with these women? I'm serious. They're so pathetic. It, it, it sounds to me like that just there's some very angry women. <laughs> some bitter old yeah. women that for some reason continuously have to have this narrative that they're a victim. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so sad. I read the first statement of this and I thought, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, my gosh, it is. It's like the old, I see dead people, that's all you can see. All they can see is everyone is against them. Everyone is sexist. And they really want to control speech is where it comes down to. A lot yeah. of control. Mm-hmm. The, the song that yeah. has the line, uh-huh. I am woman, hear me roar. <laughs> Gross. What gag. it should have been was, I am woman, hear me whine. <laughs> <laughs> Not roar. <laughs> that is so true, though. It is true. <laughs> It really is. They it's claim a, to be so strong no, and the they truth. constantly whine. That is, the, <laughs> that is the truth. Look at what they're up to right now. They're given everything. Men men don't even know it, whether to open a door or not open a door. They have men so befuddled trying to figure out what they want that they're furthering the conversation by saying, you're still sexist. You're still saying things against me. I don't understand these women. I'm about as anti-feminist as you can get, but these women drive me crazy. They think everything has bias. Um, uh, They're being objectified. They're stereotypes. They said that they're undervaluing women. I'm sorry, who is undervaluing women? Who? Name somebody. I want to see the organization even that's doing this. Women have it all, and every man will tell you women want it all, and they have it all. No. I'm sorry, but there's no... This is, this is why the Women's March drives me batty. What are they marching for? What are they doing? They're, 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 they're walking around in their little combat boots, all angry and in a fit. They have every right in the book and more. They have everything they want. Men are like, oh, how can you be happy? What can I do for you? I mean, look at all the songs with the messaging of, oh, are you, are you, are you fulfilled now? Are you okay now? And women are still whining. They're still whining about this. You know, my anniversary is coming up, and we've been married a long time. Mm-hmm. And I love my wife dearly. But I learned about 40 years ago that there's just some things that are She's never going to be happy about no matter <laughs> what I do. She's not going to be happy. Yeah, <laughs> on certain things. Right, right. So you 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 finally you give up trying, mm-hmm. you know. Well, and, yeah. And, and just accept this is the way this person is. I'm sure guys at this point are tired of trying because oh, yeah. women are. What else do they want? What's going to make them happy? Because you know what, this ain't doing it.
This is not making them happy. Otherwise, they wouldn't, they would have stopped whining a long time ago. But they continue on as if something has been taken from them. They're deprived in some way. And so now they've got to further this along. I own steroids. I don't know what they're doing. Maybe if they wore a belt (laughs) that held up a little bag with a couple large marbles in it. <laughs> they might like that. <laughs> Stop. I don't know what. I don't know what they want. I don't know they want that, but I don't know what they want. And they said all your comments out there, guys, because you're just making all these comments left and right. Blatant, subtle, aggressive, unintentional. You're getting blamed for unintentional comments toward these women. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I feel so bad for you. I really do. I really do. You know what? It's the, I swear, it is the white male, middle-class male. You are the victim now. It isn't anyone else. It's you because you don't even get a voice anymore. You just get told what a pig you are all the time and how racist and bigoted and unintentional you are all the time. (laughs) I just feel sad for guys. Jeez, wheeze these women. Be right back. Okay, tell the show. Hi, this is Ryan from Inside Out Hyperbarics. I'm on the radio today to promote our Hyperbaric Health Holiday Sale. You can get five hyperbaric sessions for just $200, or five hyperbaric sessions plus two full-spectrum infrared saunas with halo salt therapy for the insanely low price of $250. This year, give the gift of better health to those who mean the most to you. Don't wait. Act now. Find us on the web at InsideOutHyperbarics.com. Inside Out Hyperbarics, bringing out the best in you. A powerful business relies on powerful connections. That's why TDS offers ultra-fast internet with download speeds up to 1 gig. TDS also makes it easy to optimize your wireless connection. Add TDS Wi-Fi Plus for business to get a strong, reliable signal and minimize dead spots. Power up your business with fast internet and smart Wi-Fi from TDS, the best provider in southern Utah. Internet speeds are up to and not guaranteed. Subject to availability. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's James over here at Garage Doors Only. We specialize in garage doors. Do you really want the same guy that sells you paint or glass working on your garage door? Or do you want the same folks that sell sod, block walls, and lumber installing your garage door? Call Garage Doors Only. That's all we specialize in. We will take the time to show you some options, accessories, and we also have lifetime warranties available on repairs or replacements. We also love to work with owner builders to select a perfect match for your door style and budget. Come see us at 689 North Bluff Street, where garage doors is what we do. Canyon Media and St. George News remind you to shop local Southern Utah. Now, more than ever, it's important to shop local whenever and wherever possible. Local retailers and their employees are facing uncertain times. And by you shopping local, it's an excellent way to support and strengthen our local communities. If we all come together and shop local, this helps our local economy become more resilient and stronger than ever. Shop local Southern Utah. Brought to you by Canyon Media and St. George News. We have got to get out and have some fun again. I'm so ready. You know, Casablanca was named gold winner in the RJ's 2020 Best of Las Vegas for Destination Casino Resorts. Casablanca in Mesquite? Golf, spa, Catherine Steakhouse. I can hit the links. While I hit the spa. Casablanca, Casablanca here, here we come. come. Book your $99 room and golfer spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort Casino in Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older. 
This is Dr. Josh Sleeser from the Zion Eye Institute. Did you know that sometimes kids are thought to have learning disabilities when really they have problems with their vision and corrective eyewear can help? It's a good idea to have your child's eyes checked as early as preschool to give them every chance to do their best. At Zion Eye Institute, we can help. We've been caring for the eyes of Southern Utah for over 40 years. Trust our family to care for the eye care needs of your family. Call Zion Eye Institute today, 435-292-5456. This is Kate Daly, and my show is brought to you by the Piano Gallery, located on the Bloomington exit, right by Bloomington Walmart. You can get a gorgeous piano for a great deal. Talk to John or Jamie. A piano makes a beautiful house a home. St. George Ink and Toner. If you want to save money on ink for your printers, see St. George Ink and Toner at 42 South River Road. Best Mattress, the best place to buy Tempur-Pedic. Save up to $1,500 on Serta, Beautyrest, and Sherwood. Free delivery and setup with the Best Mattress 120-day satisfaction guarantee. Why shop anywhere else? Is your portfolio safe from a market correction? If you're not sure, you need to tune into Your Family and Your Retirement with Abe Ashton, Tuesday afternoons at 5.30 here on St. George News Radio, 93.1 FM and 1450 KZNU. Or at AshtonWealth.com. Hi, this is Suzanne Moore from U.S. Bank, wishing you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a healthy and prosperous New Year. And remember, when considering your banking preference, always think U.S. Bank and Suzanne Moore. What if I told you the next 53 seconds could change your life? I know it sounds dramatic, but it's true. And while this ad might not be for everyone, if what I'm about to describe sounds familiar, you need to call us today. Let me get to the point. You've heard all the medical terms or nicknames, but ED is real. In fact, most of the people we work with deal with depression, unsatisfied relationships, an unhappy spouse, and even confidence issues. People think it's just about the bedroom. But if you're struggling with ED, you know it's far more. At Prolong Medical Center, our treatment plans have an 85% success rate. Yes, 85%. If privacy is keeping you from picking up the phone, we get it. This is why we have a discreet entrance and spread appointments out. Worried about price? Don't stress. Treatment is affordable and transparent. Your case is not hopeless. This can change your life. Prolong Medical Center in St. George. Online at ProlongMedicalCenter.com. This show is pre-recorded. We're open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Because I've heard it all before. And I've been down there on the floor No one's ever gonna keep me down again Well, yes, I'm wise But it's wisdom for the pain Yes, I paid the price But look how much I gained If I have to, I can do anything Can I just throw up? I am strong Good old Helen Reddy. Yeah. Good old Helen Reddy. Here we go. Oh, she doesn't say hear me roaring <laughs> on there. that one. Uh, so she's wearing a very, very sexy little midriff tank top. Um, yeah. Hear mm-hmm. me roar. Yeah. That says female empowerment when you have to sex it up, right, yeah. in order to deliver the song. Yes. Well, <laughs> Thanks, Helen. I yeah. think as little as she knew about women, uh-huh. that her name was probably really Harold Reddy. <laughs> <laughs> Harold Reddy? Yeah. Not Helen, Harold. <laughs> little did we know. <laughs> Oh, 
boy. You know, it's interesting because I look at these women and I think they'll never be, they'll just be eternally unfulfilled. Always. They'll never be enough. They'll never be enough. This was 1971 for good old sexing it up uh, Helen Reddy on stage um, because these women I have found, the ones that are out in, uh, you know, marching, marching for rights they already have. You got to be a lunatic to do that. But these are the women that uh, that still, you know, want to sex it up to get the attention from men, although they want to scream at them when they do give them attention. Yeah. It's and I think confusing. I think the reason for that mm-hmm. is, is those type of women decided early on in their life that all they had to offer was sex. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's no, all true. I have it's to true. offer. Oh, it's so true. In fact, you know, we, I've done shows on this. We've done shows on this, but good old Ruthie. Good old Ruthie Ginsburg. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you really look at her career, I did a deep dive into all of her decisions on the court. She got into the court system by demanding, right, when she got in, demanding the same pay as the judges who had already been there a long time who were male. So she wanted the same pay going in. She didn't want to have to earn it like they did. Right. She yeah. just wanted to jump in at their same rate. Then when she did her decisions, nothing really that she ever did empowered women and gave and, and, and honestly did much for them. In mm-hmm. fact, it's very weak on that notion. If you go back and you really look at her court, but women today were trained to look at her as an icon. Mm-hmm. So everyone always says she's an icon, an icon for what? Go look at her career. It really didn't. She didn't really do much for women. It's kind of interesting. So I always, I, I look at these things that we don't understand about history and the way we're taught to feel about them through the media and movies and everything else. And I just, it's just She was a woman that actually told the school with her kids. She said, don't call me. You call my husband 50% of the time. I don't want to know about it. I'm busy. And I thought, aren't you a good mother? I mean, that's the mentality of Ruthie. Her her largest accomplishment was was serving on the bench for two years after her death. There really is a lot to be said about that, by the way. We yes, could go into a whole is. conversation about that. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah, the thing that gets me about these feminists, uh-huh. they will roll over for a transgender man. Oh, yeah. And yeah. say, oh, yeah, he has everything uh-huh. now. Right. Even the Olympics have done it now. Yeah. The Olympics yeah. say that a woman has to be tested for testosterone but a transgender man does mm-hmm. not because that would infringe right, upon right. his right. Right. No, you're right. And here's here's one more thing. Have you ever noticed that many transgenders go after the sex appeal of women, right? And I'm just being honest here. Sex appeal and the sexy version of women because that's what a lot of people are glorifying is the sex appeal. Yep. Not so much just the woman. It's more about how sexy can I look in heels? Can I, can I pass this off? Can I wear enough makeup and the hair to sort of to sort of bring on the sex appeal? Right. Yeah. It's very it's very telling about what they even feel about women. Yeah. Right. But it's OK for them. Right. Well, what I get over amazed about is mm-hmm. the fact that they are now going to give up all the, everything that they wanted as equality in sports and mm-hmm. everything else. Right. Gone. Right. If you're a, if you're a young woman now playing high school sports mm-hmm. or heading in that direction, you're going to have to compete against men on a, on a girls' softball team? Yeah, yeah, you're right you about know, the sports on a, thing. On a girls' mm-hmm. volleyball team? Right, right. You're never going to get a scholarship. You're never going to nope. get anywhere you're just going to be a second rate player oh it's so true it's so true thanks for the call i really appreciate it 
Yep, you're right on the sports thing. Absolutely. That's, yeah, and and it's really it's really pathetic. I, the reason I'm talking about that too is because first of all, it doesn't surprise me at all that a bunch of women are bitter because they're not getting enough attention. They're not getting enough so-called rights in their eyes. They're just not getting enough and. Buddy, they never will. And I do feel bad for men because I think you guys don't know what to do. (laughs) You don't know whether to compliment or not compliment. You don't know whether to step in and help and not help. And I know how complicated women can be. And I kind of feel bad for guys sometimes because I feel like you guys are just, you actually come from a place where most of you, not the abusive small fraction of them, but the majority of you just want to just want to help or just want to be there or just want to treat your, treat your gal nice and Women can be hard. I've had bad. I've had women over the years turn yeah. to me and say, "I can open my own door, thank you." How sad is that? It, it's pitiful. I, I do. I think that's really pathetic. I don't like that at then all. Then older women mm-hmm. always say, "Thank you very much." They're yeah. still no, gentlemen. Smart around. women say, "Thank you very much," right? And uh, and not another word, and just you know, button yep. it up and walk away, and just say thank you because. I always feel like, good, you were taught well. You know what I mean? You were taught well. If you're opening up that door for a gal, you're, you you had a good mother who taught you. Now, so Now, it is a little different if you walk mm-hmm. up and open the door and say, hey, weakling, I'll get that for you. <laughs> <laughs> but... but <laughs> But not yeah. too many guys do that. You look like you that. can't lift a phone book. So <laughs> yeah. Can I get that for you? <laughs> That'll go over well. Really appreciate that. Um, but uh, see, here's the deal. So in today's news, not only do you have that from yesterday's news and women just not feeling like they have enough, right? These are the these are the women that these are the women that demand the priesthood. Now, in my church and in your church, what is wrong with women? I think they don't understand that that point right they don't get the whole thing otherwise they wouldn't be demonstrating and saying i've got to go wear pants and i've got to do all these things to be a man um you don't see men doing this but you see women doing this because they're just they're eternally unfulfilled they're just not going to be happy these women but the lgbt community too was saying that utah gets an f in equality but in but in salt lake you guys have nailed it you get an a plus and I was laughing because when we came in here talking about this before we came on today, what else could possibly we do to make you happy, LGBT community? What could happen? Do, do, do we just give you all the best jobs and all the best places and all the best condos and houses? I mean, what is it going to take for somebody to stop whining that they're not getting their fair share they, women and LGBT get more than everybody else right now, because all you have to do is claim one or the other. And guess what, folks? You've just now intimidated either somebody renting a house to you mm-hmm. or an employer or anything else that you're going to sue. All you have to do is mention it. Yeah. You guys don't have that. I don't see you guys have anything like that. No. No, of course not. But women and LGBT can just say, well, I'm discriminated against. So there you go. Yeah. You know? Men usually have to prove they can do the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I call her. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi there. Kevin. How are you? Hi. Go right ahead. You got about a minute. Go for it. Well, okay. I just, uh, I, I'm irritated. I'm 41 years old, uh-huh. single, never been married. Mm-hmm. All my friends can get girlfriends but me. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have been married. I hear women say, oh, I hate jerks. I hate jerks. Mm-hmm. They tell me all this information on the first date. I'm right. thinking, why are you telling me this? 
And then they go out with a guy who's the same jerk that the previous one <laughs> right, was. Yep. I don't right. get it. Well, do the, do the bait and switch. Be a jerk and then be the nice guy. <laughs> You'll get the girl. I mean, honestly, if that's what they're attracted to, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know why women are like that. I can't explain it. Uncle Milty, maybe you no, can. No, that, that is a, another avenue to go, look down because mm-hmm. I've dated some women in my life that, that wanted to be treated badly. Right, right. I had this one gal, she used to tell me, slap me, slap me when I say something wrong. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, she was terrible. So there are women out there, regardless of what they complain about, like to be treated badly. Yeah, they do. They do. Just like there's a sector of men there can be more abusive. Yep. Let's face it. Right. And uh, but we're not talking. We're talking about the whole like the the majority. The majority. Hi, Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi. Can you hear me? Okay. I can. Go right ahead. Okay, good. Yes, you know what? <laughs> I I tried to set up an appointment with you guys to have a meeting, you know, on the line. But let me go through a little bit here. You know how contention is of the devil, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we know how Christ is our exemplar. You notice he never argued, right? Mm-hmm. Only time he used unrighteous, well, when he was going after the banksters, or if you will, the mm-hmm. people at the temple, was righteous indignation. Now, we are self-governed, and God is a sovereign. Mm-hmm. We want to be self-government. Can now we've entered adhesion contracts, driver's license, Social Security, bank, prof- bank um, account, professional licensing, and such. Right. Mm-hmm. So you sign this contract. So when there's a lawsuit filed, the first thing to do is uh, it, it it has about jurisdiction. And even in, a di- in an indictment, what they do is they bring in uh, driver's license, your residence, right, mm-hmm. which is corporate, your Social Security card, your bank. Right. Fresh professional licensing, and you think you're going to get out of it. Okay. Well, okay I have not. about 30 well, seconds to wrap this up because I'm not quite sure where you're going, well, these, but go for it. Okay. Well, these, they're fraud, and you can get out of them. I haven't gotten out of them. So that's what, uh, because you, you've become a corporate citizen in the United States, you uh-huh. signed all that, or it's sub corporation, which is a state. Okay. So you can become a state of the union citizen, and they no longer have jurisdiction. I've done it. Uh-huh. It's happened, been out of the system okay. for 30 five years. Is that something you'd be interested in, your callers would be interested in? Oh, sure. But thanks. Uh, just email me, kate at katedallyradio.com. I'm not sure it has anything to do with what we're talking about, but call me and yeah. Uh, or, I'm sorry, email me, kate at katedallyradio.com. Yes. Thank you. Um, but what we're talking about are people that are whining they don't get enough. <laughs> and uh, they certainly have every every right. In fact, when Ruthie came along, there wasn't much she could do for women. Why is that in the 1970s? Because they already had rights. They already had God-given rights. You saw more women enter the workplace, but at the same time, we saw our families go downhill as well. I'm sorry, but that's just the truth. It's just the truth. Our families were not the same after that. So I don't, I'm not quite sure what women conquered, but I don't think it was betterment of family. Honestly. You know, it was just fulfillment for them. Well, that in the I, workplace, they chose a different method mm-hmm. of negotiation. Uh-huh. If they didn't think they were getting enough money, they thought crying would get them more. <laughs> but with men, if if I made them want right, me, right, right. you need me. I'm uh-huh. a good employee. Yeah, yeah. So pay me more. Right, right. And you, I usually got the raise that I asked mm-hmm. for. Well, there you go. There you go. But women, 
women can be just more uh, demanding of that. And so when they when they went in for um, equal pay and they said, this is our mountain that we have climbed. Do you know it was already starting to go that way because women had not been in the workforce like men. And so women start women were uh, catching up. But guess what? The guys had been there 20 years and yeah. the women wanted to come in and get just like Ruthie wanted to come in and get the same rate of pay. And it wasn't fair. That wasn't fair. They didn't work for that. And the guys had stayed there longer and the women had been out because they had been raising a family. And so the women were demanding that they get the same rate of pay. This is an issue today. People who are mm-hmm. working to get $15 an hour, all of a sudden they're hiring some 17-year-old and paying them $15 an hour. Right. They want to raise now, too. We'll be right back, Kate Dallas Show. Thanks for listening to the Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on the Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU, Canyon Media, or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net. Precision is the result of years of dedicated practice and meticulous training. Each performance is a unique work of art, achieved through timeless preparation and passion felt by all who experience it. And your smile is our greatest masterpiece. Let us replace your dentures, damaged or missing teeth with a work of art. Make an appointment today for a free consultation with Drs. Scott or Brandon Bullock at Precision Dental Specialties. Visit PrecisionSTG.com. Know your worth. Have you checked out Discount Pond yet? They're a family-owned and operated full-service pond shop and have been in business for years. They've won several categories of Best of Southern Utah over the years and have the best online ratings of all the pawn shops in St. George. Right now, they have a huge selection of new and used firearms and are even offering up to 20% off on all used guns and up to 10% off on all new guns. Stop by and check them out at 175 West, 900 South, Suite 11, just behind Jimmy John's on Bluff Street, or check them out online at stgeorgepond.com. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Hello, Gary Gentry here from Gentry Music and Arts. This holiday season is a great time to add the joy of music and art in your life. Here at Gentry Music and Arts, we have special holiday pricing on our pianos, grand pianos, keyboards, and now player pianos, both in grands, uprights, and baby grands. Add the beautiful gift of music to your home. We serve all of Southern Utah from Beaver to Mesquite and Canab. Need a piano moved or a piano tuned? We do that too. We also have Southern Utah's largest selection of art supplies, including an art gallery by Carmen Gentry. We have so much to offer you. Sheet music, band and orchestra supplies, Christmas books, everything you can imagine relating to music and art. Don't miss our holiday specials here at Gentry Music and Arts located in Kmart Shopping Plaza in St. George, 435-703-5690. Visit Gentry Music and Arts in the Kmart Shopping Center, 771 South Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. They say it's better to give than to receive. I agree with that, but I gotta say, receiving is pretty good too. So do both right now at the Best Mattress Holiday Sale. Give yourself the best sleep of your life with a new Zealy Serta or Beautyrest mattress. And I'll throw in up to a $300 free gift with any mattress of $699 or more. And you won't even have to write yourself a thank you card. Quick delivery and easy financing too. Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. See store for details. 
water slides, splash pads, giant Super Bowl slide, huge jump pillow, black light mini golf course, water trikes and bikes, gaga ball, and so much more is what you will find at Zion Utah Jellystone Park. Come stay in the well-appointed campsites or luxury modern cabins. Book now for the 2023 season before it is sold out. Just minutes from Sand Hollow and Sand Mountain. Reserve your dates now. Book at ZionUtahJellystonePark.com. A powerful business relies on powerful connections. That's why TDS offers ultra-fast internet with download speeds up to 1 gig. TDS also makes it easy to optimize your wireless connection. Add TDS Wi-Fi Plus for business to get a strong, reliable signal and minimize dead spots. Power up your business with fast internet and smart Wi-Fi from TDS, the best provider in southern Utah. Internet speeds are up to and not guaranteed, subject to availability. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if I told you the next 53 seconds could change your life? I know it sounds dramatic, but it's true. And while this ad might not be for everyone, if what I'm about to describe sounds familiar, you need to call us today. Let me get to the point. You've heard all the medical terms or nicknames, but ED is real. In fact, most of the people we work with deal with depression, unsatisfied relationships, an unhappy spouse, and even confidence issues. People think it's just about the bedroom. But if you're struggling with ED, you know it's far more. At Prolong Medical Center, our treatment plans have an 85% success rate. Yes, 85%. If privacy is keeping you from picking up the phone, we get it. This is why we have a discreet entrance and spread appointments out. Worried about price? Don't stress. Treatment is affordable and transparent. Your case is not hopeless. This can change your life. Prolong Medical Center in St. George. Online at ProlongMedicalCenter.com. Is the Kate Daly Show. You know, there's some concepts I want to go over to mention, of course, uh, garage doors only. If you need a garage door, they're the ones to go to. You're going to love them. Also, uh, 435-868-1200, and you have to dial the 435. But they're a fantastic company, and they're going to serve you well, and they're going to fix your garage door. They'll put in a new one, and they've got wonderful, wonderful brands, the best in the business, seriously, and the best of Southern Utah, like four times in a row. So pretty amazing. Also, uh, ABC Auto, fantastic sponsor of the show. Make sure and go there because he, they're, they're really doing a good job. And I, I get feedback from people that use them because of the show. And they're always so impressed with ABC Auto, too. No, they're really great. I had a situation just the other day. There was an accident. Again. And I, <laughs> and I could not get a tow truck. What? And I called oh. ABC. I talked to Rob. And yeah. I told him, I'm having trouble getting it towed in there. He's don't worry, Uncle Milty, I'll get it handled. No way. An hour later, it was picked up. Okay, love. I just yep. love him. Okay. He's great. They're fantastic. I'm, I'm telling you, I would never tell you to go someplace that I didn't love going to. Their ABC Auto is fantastic. The other thing, too, is um, make sure and... Uh, uh, um, North Star Financial. If you need life insurance, a different health plan, all of those things, paycheck insurance, all of the different things that they can help you with and investing. There's so many different things you need to know about. And really and truly, they understand what's happening in the marketplace. Go to North Star. Highly, highly recommend. I've used it myself and they're incredible. North Star Insurance, clickercallinsurance.com, clickercallinsurance.com. Anyway, so I want to share just a, a a few thoughts with you. Can we do this? 
Okay. So the the LGBT community is saying that they they in particular think that we're not inclusive enough. They gave a hundred score to Salt Lake City. They're the only people that are doing things inclusively. Um, the rest of the state gets an F. Okay. And um, they they didn't really identify how or why that is because I don't see Salt Lake doing anything that anyone else is not doing. But um, but here here was their deal. They said uh, they analyzed 500 cities for the human rights campaign for their inclusion of LGBTQ people in laws and policies and services. Those three things: laws, policies, and services. And they said uh, we've come a long way, but more work needs to be done. Okay, um, where in in law did they not d- did it come up short for them? I would I would really be curious about that because it seems as though the bully in the room with the cake baker was the LGBT person, not allowing the cake baker to have any freedom. I'm just going to throw that out there. So I would like to know how somebody has been harnessed that is LGBTQ in this. Um, and this is interesting. Let me, let me share this with you too. I would have actually made the cake. I know. Unbelievable, right? Because I'm saying the things I'm saying right now. I would have actually made the cake. Wouldn't have bothered me. But I want the freedom on whether to make that cake or not. Right. Right. Okay. So, um, so I, I find this interesting that the LGBTQ and women have about the same problem. And that is that both of them want to be noticed, but don't want to be noticed. Okay. So for women, it's, I'm going to dress as sexy as I can. I want your attention. I want you to want me, but at the same time, I want to control how you do that. And then I don't want you to objectify me. (laughs) So the person's in a little bit of a pickle on how to react to a woman. LGBT on the other hand is, uh, don't look at me as different Except for the fact that when I want a job or a home or all of these things, I think I'm being deprived of, which I don't see any, I don't see a huge amount of homeless LGBTQ on the sidewalk. Um, I want to be noticed, but I don't want to be noticed. So don't notice me, but notice me. So they actually have a group that goes around and counts them. They do. They have an index group called Municipal Equality Index, and it counts them, although they don't want to be counted as different. They want to be counted as normal, but they still have a count. It doesn't make sense, does it? No, it doesn't. But there's a way, you know, I I was renting a, a condo to somebody once. Uh-huh. And I when I ran their credit check, they'd already had two evictions on mm-hmm. their credit check, you know. Yeah. And I said to the guy, I said, look, I, I'm not going to rent to you because of your evictions. But before I make it official, would you prove to me you're not homosexual? <laughs> because you knew that <laughs> yeah, they could I, use that. Right. Against right. you. Yeah. They could say, no, it wasn't because it of the evictions. It wasn't because of the evictions. It's because I'm homosexual. Yeah. Right. That's what, you, that's what makes it unfair. That's see? right. It makes it very unfair. Now you're taking rights away from somebody else because now you are sort of the bully in the room and you get what you want by saying everything comes down to who you sleep with or yep. what gender you are. Now, I know that women in some companies could get treated differently. Too bad. So sad. Get out your little violin. There are other companies where that wouldn't be the case. But women go after it, and they, they actually go after it in the same way. It's kind of it's strange, if you ask me. 
Yeah, but the fact of the matter is everyone gets treated differently because everyone's different. Exactly. So <laughs> men get treated differently too. Yeah. And you'll have a guy that's an outcast at a company that likes to golf or likes to get together and they might feel the same way, although they can't look at their gender and say that's the reason. Right. Right. And so they say, well, I'm just not liked. I'm the outlier in the company. Well, the women's going to say, oh, it's because I'm a woman. Right. No, maybe you're just not likable. Yeah. Maybe and you just suck and you're terrible. I've met a lot of women who weren't very likable. <laughs> Maybe you're just suck as a person. I mean, honestly, not everything can dial down to being a woman. No. I, I, I don't understand how they go about this. LGBT is the same way. So there's a huge article in KSL right now that's all about, we're not getting our way. And they're whining again. And what are they whining about? I want to know hard facts. I'm sorry. Are, are you really discriminated against? Because in 2021, I'm just not seeing it. But man, they're vocal and they get the headlines. And it's always the political faction of the group that drives this forward. Because I think most people that are LGBTQ probably just want to live their life. It's the political faction that drives them crazy. And then with women, it's the feminist group that drives us crazy. Right? The other thing is, is Mm -hmm. the people that are like we're talking about... Mm -hmm are a minority of the LGBTQ population. Yes, My brother-in-law was homosexual, and he hated those people. Yeah. Why are they out there doing that? Right, Why don't right. they just live their lives? Mm. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Well, good afternoon. Hi there. Hi. Go right ahead. Well, let's see. Um, uh, let's take the uh, definition of uh, you know the LGBTQ and others mm-hmm. about um, diversity. Right. We hear that a lot. Tolerance, diversity. But when it gets down to it, instead of being inclusive, Mm -hmm. they're exclusive. They really are. They really are. They're the bully in the room. It's kind of funny how they get away with always being the the victim, though. And and nobody ever asks about that. They just assume that they're always the victim, that women are a victim of what we're talking about, that LGBT are a victim. But, you know, they everyone's living their lives pretty well and have been for a long time. So I'm not quite sure who the victim is anymore. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And to go to the whole feminism thing, uh-huh. how they run around and stomp their feet. And I am woman. Hear me roar. Yeah. And uh, I demand equal pay for this and that. Mm-hmm. Two classic examples. Yeah. The United States women's soccer team mm-hmm. and the WNBA. Yeah. Yeah. I challenge anyone out there to go on to any sports apparel website, go mm-hmm. into the drop-down menu where it says soccer, mm-hmm. and find out how many jerseys the women teams sell versus the men's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, find out how many people watch both of those. Not a huge exactly. amount of people. So, too bad. Up your game then, I guess. I mean, honestly, exactly. when was the last time I wanted to watch women play basketball? I don't. I don't want to watch it, Right. So, right. But it's because they're women, not because they're not delivering something right. to the masses that the masses truly want to see. Right. I mean, let's Absolutely. be honest. Yeah. Thank you for that. Really appreciate the call. And here's the other thing. I spoke out on this once on a lo- on this local hour and I got I got some letters from some women who said you should be grateful. You are standing on the shoulders of a woman who came before you, who made radio possible for you. Listen, honey, that isn't that isn't how this happened. I'm standing on the shoulders of founding fathers that made this possible. Okay, and whoever the first woman was going to be in radio 
was just simply the first woman. Yeah, just as the first man was the first man at whatever said job you're going to talk about. So I'm standing on the shoulders of great men who really put together that constitution. Okay? And they relied on God. So I'm here in this country able to do this because of them. Not because of Ruthie Ginsburg. Not because of some, you know, uh, just awful crazy feminist who started the feminist movement named Kate. Actually, her name was Kate. I'm not here because of her. No. (laughs) I'm here because I wanted to do this job and it worked. Yeah. And it wasn't because of your talent either. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Lovely You're sentiment. Welcome. I really appreciate you keeping me in check. <laughs> I'm always humble on the Kate Daly show. Good grief. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. <laughs> Hi. Hi there. I just wanted to call about the, you know, the whole gay and lesbian community. Mm-hmm. I have a niece who's gay mm-hmm. and she's married to her partner. Mm-hmm. They have, have a nice life. been able to get an apartment. Yeah. They have great jobs. Um, just bought their first home together. There you go. They're both very conservative, and I actually feel bad for her. She's so embarrassed by the the, the gay community. She's like, right. they make us look crazy, and they just want to live their lives. And I agree. Contribute to society, and you know, I, I so agree with like, you. Well, they're just normal people. No, I totally agree with no. you, and I'm all for. I'm very libertarian on this because I feel like if that's your choice in life, that's your choice in life. It's okay. It's fine. I don't. I'm over here. I don't care. But it's the political faction that's driving articles like this that's saying we still haven't it gotten is, our way, yeah. right? Yeah, and that's yeah, and what drives makes, me crazy. It, it, and that's what drives her the most crazy. Mm. She's just like, I don't mm-hmm. want to be associated as being right. a part of this. You know? I agree. So I'm, I yeah. totally agree too. So thank and, you. And my husband, my uh-huh. husband sells real estate. Uh-huh. He's been selling it for almost thirty years, and he's never discriminated. I mean, you mean women and you know, women and gay people <laughs> are actually getting homes? Nuh-uh. They can yes, they can buy houses. They qualify for loans. What? They get all of that. And <laughs> I'm in anyway, shock. Yeah, and I, yeah. Uh, the whole, you know, we, we want right. to be treated normal, but then we need to uh, also be singled out. And yes, uh, we need more in this. It, it all drives me crazy. Thank and you. I, I, I do. I feel really bad for this. The whole the gay community as well. Thank you. Really appreciate the call. I'm yeah. with you because I think I think women and LGBT. I think these two groups they don't know what they want. They don't know, so they're going to continuously whine and tell you they're not getting what they wanted. But they're a minority in those groups. Mm-hmm. They, they really, really are. are. They really are. Just like she said, and I agree with that. Um, because I've seen it in my own personal oh, life. So friends of mine, I've seen it, and they all think the same as her or as her yep. family members. They just they they get embarrassed for the people that sit there and whine. And 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 honestly, if you were to ask these the the whiners in these situations, whether it be women who want to think everything's gender, not because of them, but gender, and and then of course LGBTQ. Uh, it ask them what they've actually been deprived of having because the list isn't there no it's not there and that makes me frustrated and angry at a lot of women who 
try to say, well, you're affecting me. I'm a victim because of you. Just like these women up north who decided that everything you guys say is sexist. Everything we say must be sexist. Um, If you want to see through that lens, I guess you can, because then everything you see, you're going to have a little chip on your shoulder and everything's going to be taken from you and you won't have any opportunities, I guess, in life. I, I would hope I'm not that woman. I would hope that I could make my husband dinner because I love him, not because I feel like a slave to him, because don't you know these women feel like that? How sad is that? They feel like, well, I'm a slave and I'm not getting treated right. right. No, you got a guy who probably really cares about making you happy and is right there for you to to take on the burden of maybe paying the bills and, and everything else, or maybe it's shared. I don't know. But I think you have it pretty good. And I think the guys have it pretty good, but I guess no one's ever going to be really happy with it. I don't know. These groups aren't going to be happy. It's just sad to me because I I think men and women offer such different, great things. And if they can work together, it's just bliss. It really is. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. We've had a lot of shows on the importance of fathers and the importance of men. Because I really do think men get a really bad rap right now. And I think it's unfortunate. And I think with the whole woman power thing out there, I think that uh, it's all about women all the time. And that to me is really sad. It's really sad because that's not how it should be. You know, girl power. Why do you need girl power? Why don't you just be a girl? for this how we got here and where we're headed at a whole new level so we'll be right back on the kate daly show don't go anywhere looking for the right job it feels like an unending we figured out all of our gender options the kate daly show starts now the holidays are here so head to macy's for unbeatable deals on a winter wardrobe for the whole family men's blazers starting at 49.99 cashmere tops for her from 79.99 and for your little ones macy's has the festive fashions that'll have them saying it's the season for wrestling your wiggly little monster into thick winter clothes so all month long we're taking 25 percent off boys merino wool sweaters that won't fit over his head if you stop squirming it would be on and for your little girl, it's half off all hard, shiny shoes that hurt. Oh, the weather outside may be frightful, but in Macy's, we've got kids' jackets so big and thick, they won't fit in their car seat anymore. And save an extra 10% on snow boots that are so hard to put on, it'll strain your marriage. Sorry. You need to put her foot in sideways and twist it. Well, if you can do it, then do it! Us everyday savings on mittens they'll lose, shirts with the wrong frozen princess... Sweaters that make them hot, flannels that make them hot. We know it's awful for them and for you, but one day they'll be too old to wear cute little clothes like this and you'll miss it. So suck it up and get down to Macy's. The clothes they'll hate create the memories you'll love. Hi there. Welcome. 
Welcome, Cape Daly Show, live today on a Monday before Christmas. How are you today? Hopefully you're at the start of a very good week, and I really do appreciate you listening. Almost uh, 5.5 million replays uh, listens uh, to this live show, and so grateful for that this, this uh, Christmas season. In fact, Uncle Milty's with me. How are you, son? I'm good, thanks. And uh, we have the great Dr. Duke Pesta. Uncle Milty's great, too. Dr. Duke Pesta, how are you? Styling and profiling. <laughs> Styling and profiling. Nice job. Um, I love the uh, Saturday Night Live Macy's commercial. All these clothes are itchy and hot, and uh, you'll just always have these fun memories of Christmas putting them on in clothes, you know, that are awful. So I love those commercials. I, there, there, are, there are moments, glimmering moments, when SNL has been funny in the last decade. Yep. For the most part, no, but there are, there are some glimmering, hopeful moments. Um, so I welcome you to today's show, and and of course, we started off with the uh, gender liner coming into the show. We get to pick our gender options today. There's a lot of this going around, and I can't wait to launch into this hour with you because I was so offended. Can I just tell you? I'm offended at people that are so offended by um, gender. I can't even tell you. I'm offended by them. Um, they offend me. And the reason is, is they can find offense in just about everything. In fact, you remember the 19. 19- 1960s, um, and it's so iconic. Uh, and I just watched it over the weekend. Frosty the Snowman. Yes, you, you remember yes. this? Okay, mm-hmm. Frosty the Snowman. They actually were talking to college students that this show, that this show that they probably watched in their childhood at some point, maybe uh, didn't offend them then, but offends them now that they're in college. I could not believe it, and you'll never guess as to why. Well, you know, let me hop in here. Yeah. Uh, I remember when, I, even when I was a little kid, I was always offended by the non-Christian Christmas cartoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you got to make up. You got to make up this mad. So rather than the actual birth of Christ, which is the greatest miracle in human history, the incarnation, right. you got to make some idiot snowman who melts and comes back. Re- <laughs> refrigeration is the right. point of Christian right. Christmas. Give me right. a break. Now that bothered me. Now I'm sure that's not what our modern college kids are upset about. Right. No. Right. Well, you, you you do remember Frosty the Snowman because I didn't remember this until the other night. It's got a long, drawn-out story. Even even before Frosty even appears. So it's a little boring. But you get to the point where Frosty finally appears, and he's almost got a low IQ. He keeps saying happy birthday every single time he comes to life. And... And so with a that, Democrat. yeah, <laughs> with that like dopey laugh, you know, and I was cracking up because I just thought, oh, it's just this big giant bundle of snow, and he just kind of bumbles along, and he he's with the kids, and and it's just sort of just fun, right? It's just fun to watch. What cracks me up is these college students who have an opinion so fierce and they're so offended. It's like they can't live their life without evaluating their level of offense every day. I don't ever remember doing that as a college student. I didn't walk around trying to find out if I was offended about everything. I was just living my life. Don't, don't you remember being in college? 
Yeah, I do, and I, 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 we never did behave that way either. But but then again, we didn't get immediate A's in our classes for doing it. Mm-hmm. Number one, number two, we weren't cool with all our peers, and our pat our professors didn't pat our, ourselves on the heads for being victims when we went to college. I mean, <laughs> I think there are some distinct distinct differences between us and them. Yeah. And uh, of course, we weren't as ignorant as they are. We didn't we didn't come to college as stupid as they are. We didn't sign up for <laughs> college. wasn't the the complete uh, one note Johnny social justice train wreck mm-hmm. that it is now. So we had that going for us. I just remember college being, you know, uh, uh, not nearly as hard as everybody pretended it was yeah. and way overpriced. That, that still exists today. Right, right, right. Uncle Milton. Well, I remember the protest for the Vietnam War mm-hmm. and they were always intelligent about it. They, yeah. they didn't get ridiculous like <laughs> they do today. So, so tell, us, uh, tell us, Dr. Pester, why are they offended at Frosty? The dopey well, they're snowman? Offended, they're offended by him because he's there's no possibility that he's transgender. That's what they're upset about, that he is a snowman, and this bothers them. And so I, I, I vow, let's spend the rest of this, this segment, maybe part of the next one, uh-huh. let's, talking about, let's talk about, they're wrong, they're dead wrong. Okay, yeah. let's talk about all the ways okay. that Frosty the Snowman actually might be transgender. Let me, I'll kick one off, right? Okay, sure. Uh, he, he has a great big ball for his bosoms, but he was, doesn't wear a drop bra. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. Do you want to add to the list here? Please keep going. <laughs> well, oh, look, when, he melts, when he melts, he becomes trans. Fluid, get it? <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> he has no genitalia. He's clearly a man. He's got a deep voice and a top hat, um, and uh, that offends him, I guess. I, I'm not quite sure, but it seems like they're only asking women um, about him, and they're yeah. the only ones that weighing in. Uncle Milty? Well, I'm, I, I've decided that in order that my snowman doesn't <laughs> offend anybody, uh-huh. I'm going to make him a hermaphrodite. <laughs> 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 well, he does have that carrot swinging between his yeah. nose. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you guys are terrible. And, and obviously with the carrot nose, he's vegan, right? <laughs> so, and mm-hmm. so that's something good. Uh, and you know, yeah. uh, I mean, he, 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 he wears, what does he wear for buttons? Charcoal. Now think yeah. about this for a second. All right. You know, people like to play conjugal games with ice cubes. <laughs> that would work for Frosty. He uses, he uses charcoal for them. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I, I you know what? I, I was uh, thinking about John Callahan, the cartoonist, and he said he has a, he used to have a cartoon that had a woman standing there, a pretty ugly woman, and uh, she was saying, "This is a feminist bookstore. We don't have a humor section." And I just started rolling because it's so true. These are uh, very angry women in combat boots, and it seems to me that probably the women that are most offended probably lesbian. I'm going to go in that direction. I, I actually think they are. I've got, I've, got a, I've got a holiday lesbian joke for you, right? Oh, no. Oh, do I dare ask? <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. How, how many lesbians does it take to screw in a light bulb? I don't know. Do I dare depends ask? If, depends if they come with straps or not. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> we've... <laughs> Dr. Pesta. Okay, go ahead, Uncle. You know, we've we've skipped over a very big issue with uh, with uh, with the snowman. What? He's white. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, that that yeah. is true. He That's is a white. bad thing. Glaringly so. You can't he change away, that. He could get away with playing the albino card. Right. There we go. He's a white yeah. man. I mean, my yeah. gosh. Is there anything about climate change with this? Or are they well, just sticking all, to gender? First of all, he's all devoid of, of caloric content. So, I mean, he's like the perfect carbon neutral creature right that's true i mean he has no calories he, he doesn't eat anything and when, when he's weight his waste he becomes liquid waste right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then do- and then dogs pee in it and becomes yellow okay well there you go thank <laughs> you yeah. for that but, i feel better yeah, but what, was, what was the question you were asking is there any uh well why i think they're always asking lesbians i mean those are the people that are most angry in this world and yeah. uh can't be pleased uh they got to find a reason to be angry about everything um very aggressive women and the other thing is, is uh, they would be the most offended uh, by not by having a, a obvious white male uh, play the part of Frosty from the 1960s. Well, well, you know what the problem with lesbian is, is that they don't have they don't have boyfriends to get mad at. <laughs> That's true. Uh, one That's of the nice true. things about being heterosexual is you can always blame as a woman That's your problems true. on him. No, yeah, that's right? true. Absolutely. Now, now you got two times the victims. And you've got no no scapegoat. That's not good. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, uh, you're right. Although uh, Frosty does wear that top hat and that butch scarf, maybe he's a dyke. <laughs> you know. You ever thought about that? Yeah, that's they, true. They, that's true. See everybody, see if he wears a wallet with a chain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he, does wear a, he does wear a flannel yeah, scarf that's true yeah, that is true you know what this reminded me of it reminded me of the article written about the professor candidates woke score how acti- actively they're promoting the equity diversity and inclusion proposed as hiring criteria at oxford university they probably could do that at oxford university our our universities are turning people into these woke idiotic hard to be around creatures that nobody wants sitting at the christmas table what in the world what in the world this dr pesta well first of all what bothers me is that whenever you hear these on-campus reports like the one you just told us about about college kids being angry about that something that was written 60 yes. years ago it wasn't woke enough right. it's always white it's almost always white women yeah, I mean, it is. that's who they were me. interviewing. It's, it's me. But aren't white women pretty high on the cancel list? Yeah. I mean, outside of cisgendered white men, I mean, they're pretty much it. I love with Bill, what Bill Burr, the comedian, says about white women. He says, you know, you white women, he says, you know, you, all down through history, when your husbands were raping and pillaging and enslaving the world, mm-hmm. you were right along with that. You you were all with them. You know, you didn't divorce them. You, you benefited as much as the guys did. Right. And then all of a sudden, Bill Barr said, along comes wokeness. And in his words, quote, you swung your Gucci feeted feet over the fence and now you're somehow victims. Not yeah. buying it. Mm, amen, brother. Yeah. yeah. I was watching a show last night and this black woman said, Why would I ever um why would I ever celebrate the fourth of July? A bunch of men got together and decided that uh that only white property owners mattered. And so she said, I'm a black woman who rents. Why would I ever want to celebrate well, the country? Well, possibly, honey, because if it weren't for that document they wrote, you might still be enslaved. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Amen. That's one aspect. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's so uh, hard. Oh, by the way, they also created a culture where people like you could eventually become citizens and rich yeah. and, and educated. Isn't that uh, amazing? I'm pretty sure the world you came from back on the continent isn't quite as evolved. Yes. Amen. Be right back. Kate Daly show.
What if I told you the next 53 seconds could change your life? I know it sounds dramatic, but it's true. And while this ad might not be for everyone, if what I'm about to describe sounds familiar, you need to call us today. Let me get to the point. You've heard all the medical terms or nicknames, but ED is real. In fact, most of the people we work with deal with depression, unsatisfied relationships, an unhappy spouse, and even confidence issues. People think it's just about the bedroom. But if you're struggling with ED, you know it's far more. At Prolong Medical Center, our treatment plans have an 85% success rate. Yes, 85%. If privacy is keeping you from picking up the phone, we get it. This is why we have a discreet entrance and spread appointments out. Worried about price? Don't stress. Treatment is affordable and transparent. Your case is not hopeless. This can change your life. Prolong Medical Center in St. George. Online at ProlongMedicalCenter.com. Hey, it's James over here at Garage Doors Only. We specialize in garage doors. Do you really want the same guy that sells you paint or glass working on your garage door? Or do you want the same folks that sell sod, block walls, and lumber installing your garage door? Call Garage Doors Only. That's all we specialize in. We will take the time to show you some options, accessories, and we also have lifetime warranties available on repairs or replacements. We also love to work with owner builders to select a perfect match for your door style and budget. Come see us at 689 North Bluff Street, where garage doors is what we do. Canyon Media and St. George News remind you to shop local Southern Utah. Now, more than ever, it's important to shop local whenever and wherever possible. Local retailers and their employees are facing uncertain times. And by you shopping local, it's an excellent way to support and strengthen our local communities. If we all come together and shop local, this helps our local economy become more resilient and stronger than ever. Shop local Southern Utah. Brought to you by Canyon Media and St. George News. Brr! Do you feel it? The chill in the air. Winter must be right around the corner. Call Advanced Heating and Air right now to schedule your furnace tune-up for only $79. That's right, only $79. And get your furnace tune-up done right the first time in no time with Advanced Heating and Air. There's a chill in the air, and that means it's time to get your furnace service today for only $79. Call Advanced Air right now, 635-2257, or visit advancedairutah.com. I got a call from the big man last week. You know, Santa Claus. Davey says, that's me, Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. Maybe I'm getting old, but I'm completely stumped for gift ideas this year. So I said, Santa, my man, give them the best sleep of their lives, a Tempur-Pedic mattress. They're amazing, and I'll make it easy, Santa. They'll even get up to a $300 instant gift, plus 72 months no interest financing and quick home delivery. Eh, he said thanks and hung up. Best Mattress, sleep easy, friends. See store for details. My wife is always on me about making sure I tell you folks about the other inventory besides silver and gold at the world-renowned and award-winning Gold Ore Store, especially right now at this special time of year. Yes, it's me again, Greg, the co-owner with Mel... That's a pronoun, she, short for melody, for anyone who wants to know. Anyway, we just want you to know that besides being the best precious metals gold and silver store, we have the best rock and crystal shop and the best place to buy a unique gift in all of southern Utah. As voted by you, the incredible residents of this amazing location called St. George, a.k.a. Dixie, P.S., Merry Christmas on 7 North Main Street in historic downtown St. George. 
George, Utah, we can guarantee you have never seen or experienced anything like the wonderful Gold Ore Store. 435-703-9119. That's 435-703-9119. Caring for an elder family member can be worrisome and overwhelming. You want your loved ones to receive personalized care. Ovation Sienna Hills is the answer. They don't sacrifice anything in their assisted living and memory care communities. Mom and dad can stay in assisted living, left incapable and caring hands. Call Ovation Sienna Hills to schedule your private tour today. 435-429-0000. Ovation Sienna Hills, enhancing the life of every person they serve. At Red River Health and Wellness Center, we utilize non-pharmaceutical approaches to help patients with challenging autoimmune and thyroid conditions. And because each person is unique, we design custom care plans that focus on the individual. Our goal is to improve health, well-being, and quality of life. We work in conjunction with your prescribing physician for an optimal outcome. Call Red River Health and Wellness at 855-55-RIVER with offices in Logan, South Jordan, Springville, and St. George. Lines are open now. Call 888 Listen for the horn. There is no need for me to scream. I really scurry. wish that cab would hurry. Or maybe just a half a drink more. You can take it to go. I really don't It's mind. not really that bad out there. So what would you think? Wait, I thought you already said no. I've changed my mind. What, are you still here now? I need to go. Oh, here's your hat. You don't need to don't dwell. Need to say no. version of baby it's cold outside instead of stay it's oh no seriously the cab's coming oh no really uh truly leave because i don't want you here um anyway welcome back to the kate daly show isn't it endless uh anyway i know somebody that is not going for all the woke stuff and that is my pillow uh, mike lindell and uh, mike's a good guy and has a terrific company with terrific products please by all means make sure that you are ordering up on mypillow.com and that you are passing that link around with the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. It supports the show to stay on the air and also great friend of the show. Um, and Mike Lindell's doing amazing things and you're going to get amazing products. Treat yourself for Christmas and they get the stuff out lightning fast. You'll love them. Uh, MyPillow.com forward slash Kate or MyPillow.com code word Kate gets you up to 66% on all the deals. Uh, welcome back to the show. We have uh, Uncle Milty and Dr. Duke Pesta from the Dr. Duke Show. Very, very popular show. Always happy to have Duke on. And he's been coming on the show for about five years now. Can you believe that? Isn't that nuts? It's crazy. Um, it does. Time flies. I cannot believe we're sitting here because I was going through shows from 2016. And I mean, my gosh, this is five years ago. And 2016, it's just, it seems like yesterday, doesn't it? It does. 
Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so we were just talking about the relentless attack on movies by the woke, and they have some Christmas movies that uh, the New York Post printed that need to go. And this was sort of the funny compilation of movies because it was for the stupidest reasons you can probably imagine as to why these movies need to go. And they they pretty much labeled anything made in the 40s and 50s would be without question, don't even have to know the title, racist, and uh, uh, what was the other one? Um, Misogynist. uh, Yes, misogynist. So isn't that amazing that they can just pretty much know that an entire decade could only produce movies that are those two two things? Shocking. Well, think about all the great war movies uh, post-1944 that were written in the 40s. And, of course, that was when we defeated the Japanese. And, of course, we know the left hates its history. Right, they would right. have preferred the Japanese won. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they're trying hard. And, and uh, the movies like It's a Wonderful Life, of course, uh, they just completely. I, I would love to meet these people someday that just absolutely take an entire decade. Um, they didn't like um, uh, the, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Um, about Christmas because I think it's Jingle All the Way. No, I can't remember the the title. Um, but yeah, they don't like they yeah they don't like that one because it's all about capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> As they sit on their iPhone and tweet about it, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, they don't like um, the uh, movie that uh, Jack Black was in, um, The Holiday. Uh, they don't like that one. Um, it's uh, too many white guys um, and uh, not not fans of those. It's so interesting that they have to pick out some sort of reason. And, and the reason is never really there. I mean, is Jimmy Stewart... Um, a misogynist? Would you say that George Bailey is emotionally abusive and manipulative? Well, hang on there. I want to take, take issue with that, young lady. <laughs> See what I mean? Uh-oh. I mean, how do you put that on somebody unless you're just that way and you just want to, like, that what you have within, can you see without? I don't know, Uncle Milton. Well, George Bailey spent his whole life building homes for immigrants. How bad can he be? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, problem, the real problem with that movie mm-hmm. is that it, it, it takes seriously the belief in angels. Right. right. Ah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. See, it's not inclusive. It's not yeah. inclusive. Everybody just doesn't get into heaven because, you know, that's just the way it works. Mm-hmm. You got to have a little angel. do so. You got to do something and get angel gets his little wings. Why, why are angels not allowed to have wings? That's what an evil God. What kind <laughs> of a God creates, creates right, right. biological? deficient angels can you so believe you're an angel, this? you don't got any wings yep can you believe this in fact it even says that bailey imposes himself on his wife uh uncle milty have you seen the meme where it's a uh, zuzu in in uh, stewart's arms saying every time a bell rings a variant gets its name <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i don't even know what to say um the other one the other one was the Santa Claus, and this was because the 1994 blockbuster with Tim Allen is railed as being fat phobic. I didn't know there was such a thing. Fat phobic. Our whole nation's fat, but I guess fat phobic is a thing that you're supposed to be upset about that Santa Claus is fat. Well, I remember a couple of years. Yeah, they were talking seriously that what a terrible role model Santa Claus was because mm-hmm. a he was white, b he was obese. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, so that, that that was a horrible role model. Yeah. Huh. 
Interesting. Okay. Um, and that uh, in the movie The Holiday, Jack Black uh, displayed toxic masculinity. I'm not quite sure how. I've seen that movie several times. I'm not quite sure how that... They called him uh, a dangerous sociopath. Yeah, I think that's when he's off camera. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, what? These days, these days yeah. unless you sit when you pee yes. and you apologize every time you try to open the door for somebody, it's toxic masculinity. <laughs> um, yes, and also uh, they were describing Jingle All the Way as Schwarzenegger and Sinbad teamed up in their quest to one-up each other with gifts of, for their children as being attacked. The reason was pro-capitalism, and Phil Hartman's character of Ted was also labeled as creepy. You can't have anybody in character with a creepy character, because that's just too much for the woke women, I guess. I guess. I don't know. No sense well, of humor. This movie where... Uh, um, mm-hmm. Well, you, the, this co- controversy about people not being allowed to play races slightly different from each other. Right. 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 So, uh, uh, you know, Javier Bardem, the art the, uh, the actor, the actor that was in no country for old men, creepy right. guy. Right. He, he was recently cast in the television flick, uh, about Lucy and Desi. He was cast as Desi Arnaz. Turns out he's Mexican, not Cuban. So people are screaming that he never should have taken that part. And he came out and said, wait a second, I'm a Mexican, but I'm not a Cuban. And right. so I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to do this. Yeah, you're and, not and an actor. Big... <laughs> Unbelievable. Isn't that why they're enacting? I don't know. Just a thought. I, I thought that they so. Yeah, I thought they were supposed to be doing that. What, what I'm always curious about is why they're never offended at movies that have to do with Satanism. <laughs> 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 yeah, that doesn't no, offend there's, anybody. There's no problem with that. Well, Bardem said something kind of interesting. He said, "Look, why are you coming after me? I'm a, I am I'm at least a Spanish speaker. Mm-hmm. I mean, nine <laughs> times out of ten, they 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 cast in Hispanic roles. People can't even speak the language, and you're coming after me, right?" Right. Well, they also called, um, and I don't know who they is. I mean, I'd love to meet the they crowd. I think it's just a bunch of journalists told what to uh-huh. write at the AP. But, mm-hmm. but here you go. They were calling Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. This is a story of bullying and exploitation and, um, and that it's also the queerest holiday special ever. That's uh, that's what they wrote well, about would, it. Would they, would they like that? I guess they would. Um, but they didn't like the fact that there was bullying and exploitation. Yeah, they, they've long argued that Rudolph is gay, right? Uh-huh. Because uh, he's yeah. so unique and he's artistic, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm tired of? Can I just say, for the record, as we're venting these things for Christmas, I'm so tired of um, I'm unique and different and worship me and let me just fly my freak flag because I just want to be known for being unique and different. Why can't every, why does everybody have to try to play that card? I don't understand why that's a thing. It's also a lie. There are what, like 80,000 drag queens in every state. Now Uh this is no longer kitschy. It's not new. You have a bunch of men wearing women's clothing. That's not Mm -hmm. kitschy anymore. That's not a unique. Right. Interesting. I just and, and why is it not? Why when men, fully functional biological men who don't even claim to be transgendered, mm-hmm. appropriate women? How come that's not a cultural appropriation? Right. Right. I don't know. I, I would love I to mean, know that. Let's face it. 
men in women's clothes get a lot more attention than women in women's clothes do in this culture. <laughs> that is very true, though. Um, that is true. And and I don't know. I guess I, I, the freakier you are, um, the more honored you are now. Um, if you're in, insanely crazy, then that's just you, and everybody needs to just accept you, and everyone else always has to change their value system for you. In fact, these woke kids are the same way. You know what I mean? If they... I don't know. I just thought something based on what you said. A moment ago, you just said, who are they? Yeah. Like there's this big conspiracy. You know, they now in pronoun language means him or her, right? It means one person. Uh-huh. So maybe it's not a they. Maybe there aren't, you know, tens of millions of liberals behind this. Maybe it's just one dude sitting in his Bob's basement <laughs> with, you know, who's, appropriated the, who's appropriated the pronoun they. And yeah. we just think there's a lot of people out there doing this to us. And no, it turns out there's one dude in a, in a wife beater t-shirt and jockey shorts sitting there with yeah. multiple computers. <laughs> That's true. That made all of this the thing. Because we all... I I want to know who they is. I mean, there's really, truly, maybe only a handful of people out there that actually think this way, but they want us to think that everyone's thinking this way. And we've absolutely lost our culture. I don't buy it. I think three-fourths of the country is on board with the fact that this is just freakish and and dumb, and I don't accept it. (laughs) How about that? I don't know. I refuse. Yes, I know. Let me take a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You're on with Dr. Pesta. Go right ahead. I just have to say, and it might offend some, but I don't really care at this point. It's Uh not about who's coming out of the closet or what's coming out of the closet anymore. Mm -hmm. It's about what is coming out of hell's gate. And that's what I yeah there you go what is coming out of hell um we are we're in a really weird time and and i don't actually believe the propaganda coming out i really don't and they always seem to go right to those kids with the comments that are like this that are so insane yeah i want to follow up on what she said too it's not quite what she meant but this bothers me too as a christian i'm really bothered by the hellboy movies yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. the Hellboy, look at the premise of those Hellboy movies. Right. God, God is such a lazy slacker that mm-hmm. he can no longer be bothered to care about anybody. Right. And so the, you're telling me that the devil comes from hell to rescue us? Talk about a, a grotesque re- cultural accommod- uh, accommodation. Right. They've turned the devil into our savior. Are yeah. you kidding me with that kind of stuff? Yeah. When did when did vampires, instead of the soul soul sucking demons of hell, when did they become cute little dudes in skinny jeans? When did witches go from being wart carrying uh, uh, monstrosities who sold their souls to the devil, sold uh-huh. their souls to the devil? When did they become hot twenty somethings with tramp stamps on their back? Well, there you go. <laughs> I have to agree with you. These are questions that bother me. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm offended by, by the lack of movies that ever talk about Christ, and everything develops a backstory for Santa. I'm offended by that. How about that? Yeah, I, go back to our Frosty. Pro- when I was a little kid, even as a little kid, Frosty bothered me because I was really bugged by the Christmas the, 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 the right. Christmas stories that weren't about God, that were about other things. Exactly. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. You can air your grievance, too. Be right back. Kate Daly Show with Dr. Pesta. Talk lines are open. Thanks for listening to the Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on the Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU, Canyon Media, or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open. 
at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net. Hi, this is Dr. Jason Edwards from the Zion Eye Institute. As our eyes age, it's normal to get cataracts, where the lens in your eye becomes cloudy and your vision is blurry. But the good news is cataracts are treatable, and often your vision is restored to levels you haven't had in years. At the Zion Eye Institute, we've removed thousands of cataracts since we opened in 1979. Let us help you see your world more clearly. Call Zion Eye Institute today, 435-292-5456, 435-292-5456. At Walker Plumbing, Heating, and Air, we'll walker your plumbing problems right out the door with our 24-hour service. We have the solution to any plumbing problem. Whether it's an emergency or planned install, Walker Plumbing will send a tested and experienced technician to your home or commercial property. Walker Plumbing will provide you with multiple solution options, as well as upfront pricing before work has even begun. Walker your problems right out the door with a team you can trust guaranteed. We do the hard work so you don't have to. Visit MyStGeorgePlumber.com. Caring for an elder family member can be worrisome and overwhelming. You want your loved ones to receive personalized care. Ovation Sienna Hills is the answer. They don't sacrifice anything in their assisted living and memory care communities. Mom and dad can stay in assisted living, left incapable and caring hands. Call Ovation Sienna Hills to schedule your private tour today. 435-429-0000. Ovation Sienna Hills, enhancing the life of every person they serve. Hi, this is John with Copiers for Sale, a division of Steamroller Copies. Did you know that we sell and service copiers, plotters, and more? Our unique business model allows us to offer 30 to 50% savings on your copier lease or purchase. Owning copy stores for almost three decades has taught us distinctive purchasing strategies. With our experience, we will reduce your equipment costs and give you better service. Call me now at 435-862-6000 for a free bid. That's 435-862-6000. Steamroller Copies! Come stay and play at Zion Utah Jellystone Park, located just minutes from Southern Utah's best outdoor attractions. With luxury cabins and oversized RV sites, the 2023 season is booking fast. Reserve your dates now. Get ready to play on water slides, splash pads, the Blacklight Mini Golf Course, bicycle, water trikes, and more. Book your family reunions and family vacation now before it's sold out at ZionUtahJellystonePark.com. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Hello, Gary Gentry here from Gentry Music and Arts. This holiday season is a great time to add the joy of music and art in your life. Here at Gentry Music and Arts, we have special holiday pricing on our pianos, grand pianos, keyboards, and now player pianos both in grands, uprights, and baby grands. Add the beautiful gift of music to your home. We serve all of Southern Utah from Beaver to Mesquite and Canab. You need a piano moved or a piano tuned? We do that too. We also have Southern Utah's largest selection of art supplies, including an art gallery by Carmen Gentry. We have so much to offer you. Sheet music, band and orchestra supplies, Christmas books, everything you can imagine relating to music and art. Don't miss our holiday specials here at Gentry Music and Arts, located in Kmart Shopping Plaza in St. George, 435-703-5690. Visit Gentry Music and Arts in the Kmart Shopping Center, 771 7- South Bluff. What if I told you the next 53 seconds could change your life? I know it sounds dramatic, but it's true. And while this ad might not be for everyone, if what I'm about to describe sounds familiar, you need to call us today. Let me get to the point. You've heard all the medical terms or nicknames, but... 
ED is real. In fact, most of the people we work with deal with depression, unsatisfied relationships, an unhappy spouse, and even confidence issues. People think it's just about the bedroom. But if you're struggling with ED, you know it's far more. At Prolong Medical Center, our treatment plans have an 85% success rate. Yes, 85%. If privacy is keeping you from picking up the phone, we get it. This is why we have a discreet entrance and spread appointments out. Worried about price? Don't stress. Treatment is affordable and transparent. Your case is not hopeless. This can change your life. Prolong Medical Center in St. George. Online at ProlongMedicalCenter.com. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. The wife is missing. Didn't ask for her permission. I'm wearing her clothes, her silk pantyhose. Walking around in women's underwear. In the store. Rivers. Oh, gosh. His take on uh, Christmas songs just cracks me up. But anyway, uh, welcome back. Kate Daly Show. And make sure you get over to Balance of Nature. Oh, what a wonderful product that is. And uh, really, um, I get so much uh, good feedback about this product. Make sure you're taking it. Balance of Nature for your family. Uh, Balance of Nature has 31 fruits and vegetables. If you start to even, even get a little inkling you're getting sick, double up triple up on it and uh it's a fantastic product you'll love it it's a whole food and uh uh just go to balanceofnature.com and put in the code kate and you will absolutely love it um and you'll get 35 percent off and free shipping and uh, they'll ship it out to you quickly and i'm serious balance of nature is a fantastic product i have uh dr duke pesta on with me i have uncle milty here and we're just talking about the woke who are they? I want to meet the weirdos that obsess over being offended. But, you know, I, I, I know that people are moving mountains for this so-called squad of people. They will do anything and everything to appease them. Corporations will bend over backwards even when they don't have to to try to appease them. I know mayors who receive one letter from one woke person in their whole community and they act like they have to move a mountain to please them. And so they'll change for the rest of the culture everything in order to please why are people so ready to please these very twisted people what do you think because, because the th- threat to sue is cowardice i mean you, you mentioned remember a couple of years ago i can't remember the name of the organization they're still out there it's something anti-christmas and what they would do is they would spend their time sending out faxes to small communities that still had nativity set nativity scenes on public public land. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the name of it now, but I mean, it was amazing how just a simple letter. They were they were I think they were housed in Minnesota, right? Actually, and they would send a letter out. To, you know, seven eight hundred of these every year, warning that little Joe Blow, no place Utah has mm-hmm. a, uh, a Christmas nativity set on public land that must immediately go. And if not, we, we, we will be retaining law lawyers against you and we will mm-hmm. sue you. And that's enough. That's enough to make people run and completely change everything. Well, why don't we ever? Why doesn't three-fourths of the country say, well, we'll sue? <laughs> we'll sue if they do it. <laughs> that's what I don't get. Why are we so silent? This is the argument about conservatives and liberals. Because conservatives, 
conservatives don't think this way. We, we, we're not going to sue anybody for their personal preferences. We're not going to, we're not mm-hmm. waging a campaign to get everything our way or else we're going to quit and walk away. Right. I mean, this is a, 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 a characteristic of, the, of a small group of progressives, right? right? The world has to change for them. They do not have to accommodate the world like everybody else does. The world must be transformed into their small little atheist views of what utopia is. Hmm. I guess so. I mean, I, I, I can't imagine living my life like that. I, I can't imagine that there's too many people that do. And, uh, and if they do, um, I, they've got to have a pretty lonely life. I can't imagine just being so solely focused on myself. But you know, the liberal lifestyle, the very, very big hardcore lefty lifestyle is kind of a lonely lifestyle anyway, or maybe they don't have a lot to do. Maybe there's just not enough to do, so you get busy trying to be offended at everything. I don't know. What was the fellow's name? I mean, this is a classic example. Remember you had that one guy who was going around suing everybody for um, uh, having, having crosses on mm-hmm. a public land, oh, right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, Right, right. Yeah, right. I can't think of his name, but this is what he did. He hated everything. He, it was the modern day iteration of Ebenezer Scrooge, right? Mm-hmm. Hates everything all the time, bah humbug to everything. And so he started filing lawsuits all across the country. I remember he got just ab- at the Supreme Court level that he got torn to pieces about a cross on public land, right. and they they let the cross stand, and he's never been heard from. I don't think he's ever been heard from again. There you go. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, and, and I don't know, maybe I, I can't, I just cannot believe that this would be um, more than just a, a few people being able to get the microphone. But you know what? They're losing. They're losing a lot. And uh, they lost Mansion, right? Mansion might be an independent now. And uh, Texas is uh, building a wall, despite the fact that, yep. you know, um, mm-hmm. the feds uh, what, refuse to do it. I think it's interesting to see what's happening. People are starting to and jump in. Florida is no longer a purple state, baby. It's a red state now. Yeah, I mean, absolutely red. So I call it Frida because at least yeah. you're a little bit more free, you know. Um, but I, I've right. been I've been noticing a little bit more on this sort of uh, shifting of things. And even if it is just a few people, there's a big, huge shifting going on. Let's take a, let's take a caller, shall we? Hi, caller. You're on with Dr. Duke Pesta. Go right ahead. Hi. Hi. To uh, follow along, follow up with what you were just saying about um, what do these people do mm-hmm. that come up with all these crazy ideas to right. do communities well? I think it's government people that have do nothing jobs, have nothing to do all day long. They just figure mm-hmm. out ways to maybe so. Lives. Hey, maybe so. I'm with you. I, I think so. Thank you for that. What do you think? Uh, what do you think, Duke? Being a discontented joy killer is indeed a resume enhancer for federal employees so that is so uh, true it's certainly i mean uh, bureaucracy in general particularly american progressive bureaucracy uh, they are a bunch of know everything scolds who want to fix the world i think that's a makes a lot of sense there was an article uh today about the u.s air force embracing gender pronouns now i don't know how many people in the u.s air force actually 
really care about having a pronoun option. Um, but they have authorized the use of gender pronouns in electronic signature boxes, <laughs> embracing the woke lexicon uh, that other branches of government were criticized for adopting earlier this year. I would love to know the percentage, because this is never mentioned in any article, the percentage of people that truly requested this and why. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, that is a shame. Is, is mm-hmm. the you think about all those soldiers now that are, are getting vaccinated or getting right. discharged? It's real, that that to me is a is criminal. That right. that's when this is no longer a game. When you you got men willing to men and women willing to make the ultimate sacrifice, going into the armed services. And because they're, they're, some of them are hesitant, like any smart person mm-hmm. would be, about these untested vaccines, now you're discharging them? Yeah. I mean, th- this clearly is a military that is not interested in fighting or winning wars anymore, you can tell. They, I, I think they wouldn't mind firing half our armed services just to get the numbers down. Yeah. I think that this, um, this is an excuse. All this woke garbage is an excuse. All this gender experimentation mm-hmm. is an excuse to fit out our armed forces. When I saw that picture from about six months ago of men in basic training in camouflage with red high heel shoes on, so they, they were being forced mm-hmm. by the military mm-hmm. to learn what it was like to walk in women's high heel shoes yeah. to develop empathy. Remember that? Yep. This the, the only purpose of this is to uh, if you can't get you know you can't cut spending on military things. Mm-hmm. One thing you can do is cut the size of the military by hounding people out of it. Yep. You're exactly right. And uh, and the more they do this, you know, you kind of have to wonder, you know, what in the what in the world's going on? Because if somebody is so preoccupied by um, with being called they and they can't even determine their own gender, I don't know if I have a lot of confidence in their fighting for this country at all. I mean, honestly, I think something is mentally wrong at that point. Well, it's worse than that. They've appropriated a pronoun that means more than one. Mm-hmm. They're actually counting themselves twice. This is the vanity of this, right? <laughs> They're counting I themselves mean, they, twice. They, they are so important. They're a collective now. Yes. You and I, yes. we're just boring he or she's. Right. But they're a whole, they're themselves and their whole entourage. Yeah, that's so true. I love that. No, that's, that's, you're right. You're absolutely right. And, uh, and there's such a focus on self that, if you're that focused, if you have that much of a problem, even determining what is between your legs, I, I'm sorry, but maybe a military career might not be for you. Maybe it's a little bit too much, too heavy to handle. We, we used to send people like that to the Army to get knocked straight, right? To, <laughs> right. to, to, get, squished, to get straightened out mm-hmm. and put back in the real world. Yeah. Now they're turning the armed forces into a uh, a local library where they're doing drag queen shows. <laughs> so true. I re- when I was in the Army, they actually uh, discharged homosexuals. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was it. You're right. out of here. Right, right. Well, if you didn't have confidence in who you were serving next to, That's I right. mean, you're on the front line. There's a problem there, right? And then, then the the complete discarding of, of military merit. What what did this transgender health and human services persons do to warrant becoming the first quote unquote trans admirable? When do you, yeah. when, what what ship has been? The only ship she's been on is the yellow submarine. I mean, <laughs> that's her, the extent of her military service, smoking rooms with yeah. John and the boys, and now she's an admiral. Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh, I have a 
caller for you. Hi, caller. You're on with Dr. Duke Pesta and Uncle Milty. How are you? Go ahead. Hey, hey uh, just wanted to point out that this circumstance, the circumstances we find ourselves in, not only here in the United States and the world, this hasn't happened by accident or coincidence. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a culmination of decades right, right. of mm-hmm. effort yeah. by, by the forces that are in power today to take over every branch of government, mm-hmm. the, their entire media apparatus, so they only have the only microphone that operates, and then systematically implement their agenda to destroy America and freedom, not just here, but freedom across the world. Yeah. And it, it's played out to a point where you can see they're getting so close to the goal line that now they'll implement a program that 75, 85, 90% of the country might be against, but they know they control the, mic- the microphone. So mm-hmm. they push out things like men in the girls' room and men right. playing in women's sports right. and race, you know, uh, racist, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, racist uh, CRT in schools, transgenderism in schools, pornography in the schools. Right, right. Because and not only do they put it out there, they defend its use and they attack the Department of Justice and the FBI, this, the, the people that come up against it yeah. that are rightfully doing so. So there it's just the culmination. And they see that goal line. And yep. they're almost there. Yes, so yes. There needs to be a sense of urgency. Thank you for that. Really appreciate the phone call. We also had a video uh, for the military uh, illustrated by the upbringing of the Army Corporal with two mommies. And we also had the State Department under fraudulent uh, King Fraudalot, who uh, the State Department was mocked for celebrating International Pronouns Day in October. <laughs> I mean, there is some heady stuff going on with this administration, and uh, not to mention that train wreck they put in um, over health and human uh, services, too. You know what I don't get about the, the progressives? What's that? How they can absolutely love and defend communist China. Uh-huh. Communist China, when you look at their military videos, mm-hmm. it's about how fast and how efficiently can we kill you, right? <laughs> yep. You would think the left would hate that. You would think that they love Muslims, the yeah. progressives, and there's a million of them enslaved by China. Yep, uh, They love their pronouns. The Chinese have bought into none of that. They mock transgenderism. I mean, name one, outside of a, a rudimentary commitment to socialism, name one thing the Chinese have done. They're warmongers. Yeah. Name yeah. one thing that the Chinese have done that a any self-respecting progressive would actually admire in this country. Well, you know what makes you a better person? It isn't uh, erasing your moral and values uh, to be inclusive. That doesn't. That's no. That's no pat on the back for being this amazing person. Being an amazing person means that you hold yourself to a standard of values and ethics and 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 morality. And I th- I see people every day abandoning that to try to pat themselves on the back for being better, like a better. Pa- I'm a better parent because now I've embraced. Well, no, you're not. Be a better parent by embracing your values that you just discarded, because you. Know what? That shows me a lot more about character than it does to conform to this crazy um, Uncle Milty. You know, the caller said that he thinks it's they can smell the goal line. You yeah, know, yeah, and yeah. It keeps, I think it's just the opposite. I think they know that this is their last hurrah, mm-hmm. and that's why they keep pushing. Right? They're losing. Well, I, yeah. My last word on this pre-Christmas show is going to be: I think that uh, all the trans, all the traditional values of virtue and sacrifice and love and all that stuff that the Christian world gave us, that's people having to give up things for the betterment of others. Right. And 
what the new ethos is, everybody else has to give up everything to accommodate me. Yep. One is selflessness, one is selfish selflessness, one is selfishness. And that at this time of Christmas, we need to remember that. That the the, the single most important holiday in the in the whole year is Christmas, when the God who made it the who created the universe yep. entered the universe as a human being for our sake, not for his own. Absolutely. And, and, and let that remind you that in the end, Kate, somewhere down the road selflessness will keep selflessness. Yep, absolutely. I think I just lost you, uh, Dr. Pesta. No, I'm here. Okay, good. For some reason, oh, there we go. Merry For Christmas, some reason. Guys. Hey, Merry Christmas to you, and I agree with you, and the most important thing we could focus on is Christ's birth. Not anything else, Amen. just Christ's birth. Thank you so much. Uh, Dr. Pesta, yep, what Merry a gift uh, to this show that you are, Dr. Duke Pesta. And, of course, uh, we'll be right back with Dr. Zelenko, so you're not going to want to miss this at all. Be right back. Three months after the apocalypse. Hey, Bob, what do you... Struggle is real, my friends. The Kate Daly Show starts now. What my dad taught me was to be a gentleman and to treat women with respect. And that has to do with being a gentleman and recognizing differences in sex roles. Because one of the things that's happened is that traditional masculinity, the idea that it is a man's job to protect women, this is one of our jobs as human beings, as men, to protect women, the feminist movement doesn't like that. Well, then you can't blame us for not protecting women if you don't want us to protect women. Like, I want to protect women. I think men should protect women. I think one of the reasons God put man on earth is to protect women. Okay, well, then it is incumbent on me to protect women. But if you're telling me that I can't even open a door for a woman because this is somehow an offense to her honor, and that if I say that it's man's job to protect women, that this is somehow reinforcing gender stereotypes, then don't come whining to me when bad stuff happens. Hi there, that was Ben Shapiro. Love it. Uh, Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. Glad to have you aboard. And uh, this is a special uh, show dedicated to men, actually. Uh, You're going to love this. And uh, this hour, I have a special guest uh, that I'll introduce in just a moment. In the next hour, we'll be taking your calls. I want you to share how you feel about masculinity, about fatherhood, about maybe your concern moving forward, what it's like to be a guy uh, in this this great land of ours. Because I really want you to share your experiences. It's great to hear from you. And so be ready for that in the last hour of the show today. I want to, uh, I want to waste no time in getting to this guest. Uh, we had him on, uh, I, geez, it, it seemed like it was just a, a little bit ago. Uh, welcome to the show, Dr. Warren Farrell. How are you? I'm so glad to be with you again. I had such a, um, an enjoyable time last time. Me too. And the audience did too, by the way. Uh, you've written so many books um, on just about everything you can imagine. Couples communication, women can't hear what men don't say, and father and dad child reunion. Um, also, economic and career issues, why men earn more. Um, and on child custody, uh, like father and child reunion was. And so you've written a lot of books, The uh, Why Men Are the Way They Are. I love that. And The Boy Crisis. Uh, which is your latest one that just came out in March. Um, And this is, I think, what you have to say, Dr. Farrell, is so important in your study of of men and things that probably men would love to be able to say but don't know how, and so that's why you have the books, and I love that. And I also think that you you really have been um, at this for a very, very long time. And I think you started out kind of uh, diametrically different, uh, maybe um, on the whole feminism thing. I'm not quite sure. I should probably ask 
ask you that, um, to, to how you feel about men's role in the world, that it's kind of an interesting, you've had a long, interesting career. Because you came to prominence in, the, in about the 70s, didn't you? I did, yeah. yes. Uh, even yeah. in the late 60s, um, I was doing, um, I was on the board of directors of the National Organization for Women in New York City and spoke all around the world, I suppose, as the leading male feminist in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and was very supportive and to some extent still am very supportive. But the, the part, of, part of feminism I will always support is the expansion of opportunities for women, um, getting women into um, multiple types of sports, which they didn't, they weren't in when I was growing up. And I think that's expanded women in many ways. Just the focus on female empowerment um, has been very good up to a point. Uh, But where we made our mistake uh, and now was uh, in a number of areas. One Mm -hmm. was have, focusing so much on women's freedom uh, that when it came to women having children, we said, oh, women should have the right to have children without you know, having fathers. And mm-hmm. at the beginning, I thought, well, all right, that's women's freedom to raise children without fathers, probably okay. But then I began doing the research on that and found that the boys and girls that were raised with minimal or no father involvement were doing not badly. They were doing terribly Mm. but the boys were doing disastrously Mm -hmm. and so i started bringing this up to my fellow board members at Mm -hmm. now and it was like i went from being an angel to like are you for us or against us and my attitude was wait a minute um i'm for children girls by the way are half the children um (laughs) and boys, um, you know, doing as well as possible. And if the evidence is showing us that they need fathers, then we need to pay attention to that. Well, we're going to lose now membership if we, um, if we make it, you know, if we start inhibiting, uh, or if we start suggesting that, you know, that the women who want to be single mothers uh, shouldn't be single mothers so quickly without, you know, really having a father involved. And I said, I listen, you know, I support women's freedom 100%, but Women, the support for women's freedom has to stop the moment a woman makes a free choice to have children um, because mm-hmm. then the, that's a free choice to put the children's interest before your own interest. Amen. And so that statement and the follow-up research I did when, you know, the research since that point in time has proven uh, maybe a thousand times over that children need their fathers, that is, that children that that have minimal or no father involvement do worse in 70 plus different areas. Girls do worse also, but it's not as intensely negative for girls as it is for boys. And so that's, so that, you know, that the research in that area has probably cost me somewhere between 30 and 40 million dollars to say that, but I really felt that it was so important that, um, you know, that that not be skipped over that, that led me to, to doing the, the boy crisis book. Wow. You're currently the chair of the commission to create a white house uh, council on boys and men. Are they in crisis? Do you feel like it's a crisis? Yes, I'm, you know, I'm a person who is very cautious with words like crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a, a, a high bar for me to use words like that. Sure. And so, but when I found that boys were doing, in all 56 developed nations, they were doing uh, worse than girls on every single academic subject on average, but especially on reading and writing, which are the two biggest predictors of success uh, among academic subjects, um, that got my attention. When it got, then when I looked at men, health issues and saw that you know boys for example at the age of 10 um, boys and girls commit suicide 
very minimally at that age, mm-hmm. but when they do, it's about equal at the ages of 10 to 14. It's twice as much for boys as it is to girls. for girls um, at the ages of 15 to 19, four times as much at the ages of uh, 20 to 25. It is almost five times as much. Um, and so I began to see, wow, something here is happening with boys' mental health. And then I started looking at boys' physical health. And for the first time um, since we've been keeping tabs on these things, um, boys' life, male life expectancy has gone down. Um, our daughters, women's, has remained the same. Mm-hmm. So that's not so great for women either. Um, but it's among women and boys that don't have, that, you know, that have a lack of father involvement uh, that is, uh, you know, the research is showing that that predicts a shorter life expectancy. Um, and this is, you know, this is major academic journals that are showing this as pediatrics in 2017 found that the children that um, have minimal father involvement by the age of nine and a half, um, their life expectancy is predicted to be um, um, shorter than 14% shorter than it is when they have father involvement. Uh, so that's the average between sisters and brothers. But when you separate out girls and boys, you find that boys' life expectancy is yet again 40% shorter than their sisters. And so, you know, and, th- and then we go into the um, mass shooters. Mm-hmm. I started studying the mass shooters and found that more than 90% of the mass shooters since Columbine um, have been dad-deprived boys. So when I ran for governor of California, I started you know, talking to prison populations and, they, and found that uh, from the administrators and the judges uh, that more than 90% of the male prisoners were dad-deprived boys. Then looked at ISIS recruits, the same figure with ISIS recruits, except the difference there was that the girls, much smaller percentage of ISIS recruits that are girls and boys, but among that smaller percentage, both the girls and boys had a lack of father involvement. Um, and so this really um, you know, helped me understand that, uh, well, it made me ask the question, you know, what is there that fathers do mm-hmm. that leads to, you know, such positive outcomes? And also, you know, um, the w- single moms that I dated between uh, my first marriage and the marriage that I've mm-hmm. been in with the, the woman I've been with for the last 25 years and I'm married to, um, you know, she was a single mom also when I met her. And uh, the single moms I dated, they were all, that the word they used most frequently was overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and so I started saying listen if we have overwhelmed moms undervalued dads and children who are doing terribly without their dads you know doesn't that give a hint (laughs) as to what the solution is yeah you would think it's common sense yeah Captain Obvious, yes, and and yes, exactly, Captain Obvious. And it, yes. what drives me crazy is that uh, I've, I've seen a, a, a woman power movement like no other. I was even reading um, a review on a new movie coming out for kids, and one of the main questions people were asking was, "Yes, but does the movie show women empowered?" And I just went, Wait, "This is getting so out of hand. We are, we are, we have this cause to do this, and I'm not quite sure why. And then to devalue the boys and call them, you're a talk, you have talked." Toxic masculinity. You're not allowed to show that that part of you. You're not allowed to be empowered. Only only the girls. And I thought, man, we're in trouble. We're, we're in trouble. We are in deep trouble this way. And here's the, the challenge with this: um, the the toxic masculinity accusation is coming at the same time as male privilege. Um, is mm-hmm. and so you have uh, since the boy crisis book came out. Maybe I've had a hundred letters from parents saying, you know, my son is going to school, and in the seventh eighth grade, he's learning that, you know, you're a male, you have male privilege. 
It's just it's mm-hmm. women's time to speak up and your time to shut up. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, he's learning that masculinity is toxic. And so he's learning that mask. what is toxic about masculinity? Well, one of the things is that men don't express their feelings and share what's hurting them. And so they keep it all to themselves. And then there's a volcano that builds up and then they explode. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, my son tries to, you know, I'm getting in these letters. My ch- son tries to express his feelings and he's told uh, he's mansplaining. And so he feels oh damned gosh. if he does and damned if he doesn't. Yeah. A couple of years later, he's told that, you know, women are equal, but they somehow or other, the average woman doesn't share the risks for sexual rejection equally to boys. They do it by, um, by, um, by option, but not by obligation or expectation. And so he's then expected to take those risks of rejection, but he's told if he goes too quickly and, and expresses his feelings so that he feels inside of himself, um, he will be considered a sexual harasser. But if he doesn't go quickly enough, he's considered a wimp. Um, I don't know so, how they win. And the boy, on average, my son is less mature than the average girl. And so he, you know, and he, and he feels this, uh, you know, when he gets to be in puberty years, he's feeling this enormous desire to be with at least 50% of the girls in his class. Uh-huh. And so he doesn't know what to do and how to behave uh, with all this. And, you know, what should I advise my son? You know, and, and so that's the type of, um, you it's... know, of the challenge. And I hope that, you know, uh, mm-hmm. in the Boy Crisis book, I sort of talk about how you can use family dinner nights um, to, to be, to constructively talk about these topics in a way that everybody at the family table has heard. And, um, and there's, there are a lot of solutions fortunately mm-hmm. um, but you know this is coming on us so quickly and there's such a negativity toward men and masculinity and you know our sons hearing the future is female right um, and you know reading books like the end of men mm-hmm. and we've never we've never in history had a time where someone was learning it's going to be the end of their gender yes exactly inspire a boy to his life's journey we're going to be right back more with uh, dr warren Farrell when we come back don't miss any of this great stuff on the eve of uh, Father's Day. Be right back. Precision is the result of years of dedicated practice and meticulous training. Each performance is a unique work of art achieved through timeless preparation and passion felt by all who experience it. And your smile is our greatest masterpiece. Let us replace your dentures, damaged or missing teeth with a work of art. Make an appointment today for a free consultation with Dr. Scott or Brandon Bullock at Precision Dental Specialties. Visit PrecisionSTG.com. Know your worth. Been a prepper your whole life, or just decided to become a prepper within the last 30 days. Information is the most valuable commodity, and the experts at Your Family Still Matters have been prepping for over 30 years. New product is arriving daily, and you can subscribe to their newsletter for updates and specials. Call 628-7042. That's 628-7042, or come by Your Family Still Matters under the big yellow sign that says Paintball Food Storage and Violins. With Vista Healthcare, you can receive world-class healthcare without leaving Southern Utah. Arthritis, osteoporosis, and systemic autoimmune diseases like lupus and gout can cause fatigue, stiffness, joint pain, and swelling with the risk of permanent damage if left untreated. The good news is at Vista Joint and Arthritis Center, they offer the latest treatments to help you feel better, move better, and continue living your best life. Make an appointment today with one of Vista's premier rheumatology specialists. Go to vista-hc.com or call 435-215-0257. Lionsgate Recovery Center is a proud sponsor of the Kate Daly Show. Lionsgate Recovery believes in a recovery approach that is holistic and comprehensive. 
at Lionsgate Recovery Center. We are people in recovery helping people find recovery. Hi, friends and neighbors. It's Greg from Gold Ore Store. Your best choice for silver and gold is a great alternative to a terribly disappointing government and its awful failing dollar. Every day, people come from all over the area with their stories of dismay and stress related to their bank accounts and how frustrated they are with the present economic conditions. The banks are a mess. The corporations are a mess. The government's a mess. People always fall back to the things they know to always be true. My message is one of hope and relief for us as Americans. Buy physical silver as a hedge against uncontrolled government and their wasteful spending programs. In this season of giving, we are ready and able to assist you in your decision to let go of those discretionary funds and buy silver and gold. We are the world-famous, award-winning St. George's iconic hub downtown. Come experience the one-on-one privacy and security of the Gold Ore Store. 435-703-9119. Again, 435 435- 703-9119. Thumb and Foot and Ankle reminds you that foot pain isn't normal. From sore feet to foot sores, we help with any pain below the knee. Summit Foot and Ankle, rise above the pain. 435-244-7738 or visit summitfootankle.com. I'm dreaming of a purple Christmas. You know something? Everybody ought to be dreaming of a purple Christmas. Purple features the latest and greatest in mattress technology, and they're amazing. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. Right now, save $900 on a new Purple Plus sleep system and get 25% off on all purple accessories. They're amazing, too. In fact, a purple pillow would make a great Christmas or Hanukkah present. So may all your Christmases be purple. Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. What if I told you the next 53 seconds could change your life? I know it sounds dramatic, but it's true. And while this ad might not be for everyone, if what I'm about to describe sounds familiar, you need to call us today. Let me get to the point. You've heard all the medical terms or nicknames, but ED is real. In fact, most of the people we work with deal with depression, unsatisfied relationships, an unhappy spouse, and even confidence issues. People think it's just about the bedroom, but if you're struggling with ED, you know it's far more. At Prolong Medical Center, our treatment plans have an 85% success rate. Yes, 85%. If privacy is keeping you from picking up the phone, we get it. This is why we have a discreet entrance and spread appointments out. Worried about price? Don't stress. Treatment is affordable and transparent. Your case is not hopeless. This can change your life. Prolong Medical Center in St. George. Online at ProlongMedicalCenter.com. When you went car shopping, you meant business. You ace vehicle history searches and test drives. You out salesmen to the salesman. Now you've got your wheels. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting AceYourRetirement.org can help. With 401k tips and smart saving strategies, you'll have the info you need to get more for your future. Go to AceYourRetirement.org. Because when it comes to speeding past financial challenges, you're an ace. Brought to you by... By AARP and the Ad Council. This show is pre recorded. Talk lines are open now. Call 888 673 1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. She dreams in color, she dreams in Can't find a better man. Can't find a better man. You guys. Uh, that is the one thing that we have power over, and that is making better choices. And balance of nature is that choice. Please put it into your food budget, because 
honestly, it's so much cheaper, really. I mean, you're going to eat fruits and vegetables, but it's so much cheaper to do it this way to get that boost of 31 uh, fruits and vegetables a day without having to buy 31 fruits and vegetables a day. I don't know of anything that can impact your immune system like balance of nature. I don't know of another product that has what it has and it has everything. That's what it was everything on my list when I was doing my research. Please try it. Just try it for two weeks and see how you feel. And then let me know. Okay. Go to balanceofnature.com. Put in the code Kate. Get 35% off. That's a lot. Get 35% off. Free shipping. You're going to try it on such a deal. And I actually think you're going to feel so much better, look so much better, and be able to deal with stress so much better when your immune system's in order. It's amazing what it can do for stress, too. Please go do this. This is a lot better way to go than going and paying huge medical bills, okay, for what comes later. Please go and get balance of nature today. Do yourself a favor. You have the ability to make this choice. Make this choice. Balanceofnature.com, code word Kate. When you do that, it helps the show, too. You don't like it, send it back. I think you're going to love it. Give it a chance. Just see what it can do. You're not going to lose anything. So just bet you can gain so much in good health. Balanceofnature.com. Please go there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. And uh, so glad that you're joining us. I've got Dr. Warren Farrell with me. He has written so many wonderful books on this. And uh, and I really think, I mean, this is at a cost because this has been this has been a tough subject for people, especially a lot of uh, women out there to hear. And that is, uh, and I love the books, uh, Why Men Earn More and Women Can't Hear What Men Don't Say and The Boy Crisis and The Myth of Man. My gosh, we could have hours, Dr. Farrell, <laughs> simply hours on this, on uh, covering all of your books i just love this and and uh i'm sure you've taken a few hits for for writing so plainly uh, about this and so honestly about it i'm sure i I feel i've been very uh, uh, yes i've had not a few hits but maybe a few thousand hits Mm -hmm. um but the um, but i also feel privileged to be able to figure out a way of making a living saying the thing that comes you know nobody has the truth but i try to say follow the research and listen to people's hearts and families and breakdowns and what's bothering them and do the best that i can to you know to share um, Mm -hmm. not only what the problem is are but the causes and then also the solutions and to make sense for uh, for people on on the level of family and then the level of schools and then on the level of national policy you know i was out in iowa this past weekend interviewing Mm -hmm. um, 11 of the presidential candidates and trying to introduce to the democrats the concept of uh, of boys' issues and the importance of fathers, which is extremely hard for the Democrats to, mm-hmm. to get. Um, but then I was also in D.C. talking to 70 uh, staff leaders of the U.S. Senate, um, st- staff, um, the, the 70 staffers of the U.S. Senate about um, that were all conservatives and um, Republicans mm-hmm. and or libertarians, and they were um, about this issue. They they got the importance of fathers and families much more quickly, and then went down to the father. Uh, the fatherhood summit in nashville and spoke to the first fatherhood conference in 14 years of you know with
with where faith-based leaders and people from all different fathers' organizations around the country mm-hmm. uh, came in to speak on the uh, to, to you know to listen to you know what I and others had to say um, about the importance of fathers and and particularly what was not understood was the the exact things that fathers do that lead to children doing so much better. Um, very few. I think when we we spoke last time, mm-hmm. I was talking to you about the the importance of roughhousing and right. you know that the fact that when you know when the dads and, and the kids are roughhousing, moms often look at you know the situation and they see that, that you know that they feel like they have only you know like, oh, like this is just one more child they have to monitor with the <laughs> dads playing with the kids, uh-huh. and then you know they and then because dads don't aren't reading about this and they don't they can't explain to their wife in a loving way uh, that the, you know this roughhousing creates a bond. The bond allows them to set to enforce boundaries without resentment. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they enforce boundaries without resentment, the kids learn things like um, how not to push their uh, sister aside with their elbow right. uh, when they're roughhousing, and that if they do push their sister aside with their elbow again, that that will be the end of the roughhousing for a day or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that the next time they roughhouse and the dad says, don't, you know, don't push your sister aside, mm-hmm. uh, that there's an incentive to not push his sister aside because um, he's, he or she is going to lose the roughhousing um, if they do. And so they begin to learn empathy, not because children are naturally empathetic. They are not. They're naturally self-centered, but they become empathetic as a result of uh, learning that it pays them mm-hmm. by more roughhousing, for example, uh, to be empathetic um, than it does if they're not empathetic and they lose what they want, the roughhousing. Um, so and they're the learning that lesson. Of, you know, you know, so learning. these types mm-hmm. of things are are all part of you know dad's nine different styles of parenting that I ended up describing in, in the Boy Crisis book. Each has certain roles that ninety nine percent of dads don't even know, and so therefore they can't explain it well. And so moms often think that dads are just putting the kids in a in an unsafe situation, as opposed to uh, that the kids are learning something about how to be assertive versus aggressive. How to be safe versus not safe, when to take risks and when not to take risks. Oh, I love that. You got to get the book Boy Crisis if you're listening, because uh, I I think you're right. I think we just don't realize the lessons that are being taught um, that aren't overt. (laughs) And so, yes. And so, uh, and so, you know, I I think about this because you said something um, when you were talking, and and that was that the women on the left have a really hard time hearing what you're saying. Um, Conservatives grasp it a little bit, a little bit easier, obviously. Why is that? What kind of power struggle are they in with themselves? What are they afraid of? First of all, your your description power struggle that they're in with themselves is really a good um, way of putting it, and that is so. My my colleagues, when I was on the board of Now in New York City, they used to there was such an emphasis on women's freedom mm-hmm. um, that when you know as soon as I started to say that women's freedom had to be limited once they made the free choice to have children, uh, that they that they had that, that 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 was the end of their freedom and the beginning of responsibility coming before freedom and what was best Mm -hmm. for their children. That's what their free choice led them to do. That the power struggle right there. Oh. It's like between I, I'm, I'm learning all these things that to be um, a feminist, I'm about uh, it's about freedom, um, but it's also about 
you know, but once you take on that adult responsibility of a parent, it's also about responsibility. Of course, the same thing is true for men, um, but men mm-hmm. also, men in particularly when there's a divorce, and men oftentimes find that they have to fight for the right to be with the children. Right. And I do a lot of expert witness work around the country, and you know, it's sort of like the, by the time the men get to me, they've already usually spent $150,000 on legal cases to be just for the right to be with their children. Well, that money should have been shared with the woman and the man for the, ch- the children's co- um, college education for you know special problems or special needs that mm-hmm. they have, and it's being wasted on a fight to be to do what should be an assumption on a divorce, which is that you as parents need to figure out four things. If these are what I call the four must-dos of divorce if your primary concern is your children. Number one is an equal amount of time with father and mother. And mother. Mm-hmm. Number two is that dads and moms need to be within about 20 minutes drive time of each other so the children don't resent going over to the other parent's home because they're missing activities or mm-hmm. a friend's birthday party. Number three, that there's no bad-mouthing from mom to dad or dad to mom. Um, and number four, that the mother and father do consistent counseling or uh, relationship or communication counseling um, and not just emergency-based counseling. When children have those four things happening after divorce, they do a little bit worse than they do in an intact family, but they do not do disastrously um, as a rule. Yeah, there's a lot of fathers really suffering out there that aren't allowed to be with their kids. And is it because the women, there's a lot of women out there that just think they know best. And that once they get divorced, they just want the kids to be theirs and uh, and that uh, they can do much better uh, at everything. And I, I'm not quite sure where it's coming from, that part of That's it. That's a lot of where it's coming from. There's there's a few things happening. And, and I want to make sure that we are clear that, mm-hmm. you know, when the beginning of the feminist movement happened, there was a lot of, you know, men out there and women that said, you know, oh, you know, men know what the you know what the medical field needs, the mm-hmm. law, f- the legal field needs. A woman can't be a pilot. A woman can't be this or that. Mm-hmm. And you know, people become territorial when it's their area of purpose. Mm-hmm. And and so with with women, you have with, who are divorced, you have both that territoriality, and you also have uh, oftentimes an anger that has built up during the marriage, and the woman wanting just to start her life over again. And you know, I made a mistake. Um, you know, I met a new man now, and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He and I want to move um, away to a different state. He's got a good job there. Um, I'll, you know, I'll start over again. I don't want to. I don't want to be having to deal with a man I divorced every day. And I know what's best for the children. Um, and I'll just. Uh, I'd rather mm-hmm. have a child support check. Um, you can help me that way, no problem. Um, but I don't want you in my life every day, reminding me of the mistake that I made. And so that's sort of basically the internal dialogue for the woman. And many of those women do know that probably the children need a dad, but they can't, and again, your, your point about the inner power struggle, uh, that it's usually those first set of statements internally that preside or that trump the second um, set of um, internal thinking. And the, and the fathers, um, you know, and, and the, but the children in the process are losing out on their dads. And, you know, it wasn't until I did the research for the boy crisis that I realized how, how, how much these children are suffering. These are where it's the dad-deprived boys that are, are mass shooters. They're the boys committing suicide. They're the boys having um, having drug over addictions. The boys that are withdrawing into video games and into porn. Uh, these are almost all marked by dad deprivation. Wow, wow, powerful. And I, I again, I mean, I, 
I look at, at the dynamic that we're creating right now and that we're encouraging. And I feel like just like on that clip with Ben Shapiro coming in, I don't know whether to open a door for a woman. I don't even know how to treat a woman anymore. I'm so afraid of offending. And so these little kids are seeing the fathers struggle with this and, and the, the guys in, in our family struggle with this. They're struggling with it too, right? At school and everywhere else. They don't quite know what to do because women uh, and girls uh, might get unhinged or might, might just be so offended at any little thing. You're absolutely right. And in, 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 so, for example, in the, the, any mom that has a son who is like you know, in the beginning of puberty knows that, you know, the, the, she may have seen when she was, you know, dating mm-hmm. um, that, you know, a guy would try to ply a woman with a drink or try to not pay attention to a no. Mm-hmm. Um, but what she sees as a mother of a son is like, you know, my, my son is so sweet and he's so afraid to call Krista because he thinks Krista is going to reject him. Mm-hmm. So she begins to see the world differently through her son's eye about a, somebody that she's programmed biologically to protect and now suddenly he's, she sees his fragility which she never saw with with the adult man that was interested in her and so that really is very helpful for, for a mom to see that sort of fragility and but the boy as she also sees the boy goes into school and, you know and he's learning that um, in, in in California where I live um, it is law that in college, if a boy asks out a woman on a date and uh, or a girl on a date, um, and they and and she he reaches over to take her hand and he doesn't say to her, "May I take your hand?" and she doesn't say, "Yes, you may." If he doesn't get that affirmative consent, um, then he can later at any point in time be accused of being a sexual harasser, which will lead to him, of course, being you know uh, theoretically on trial, mm-hmm. but practically with Dr. Warren. Farrell when we come back. He'll be speaking at Freedom Fest. Hi, this is Dr. Jason Edwards from the Zion Eye Institute. If you're over the age of 50 and have cloudy or blurred vision or difficulty driving at night, these could be signs that you have a cataract. Good news is cataracts are very treatable and after removal, we can have you seeing better than you have in years. Zion Eye Institute has cared for the eyes of Southern Utah for over 40 years. Let our family care for your family. Call Zion Eye Institute today, 435-292-5456. 435-292-5456. Hey, it's James over here garage doors only we specialize in garage doors do you really want the same guy that sells you paint or glass working on your garage door or do you want the same folks that sell sod block walls and lumber installing your garage door call garage doors only that's all we specialize in we will take the time to show you some options accessories and we also have lifetime warranties available on repairs or replacements we also love to work with owner builders to select a perfect match for your door style and budget come see us at 689 north bluff street where garage doors is what we do Canyon Media and St. George News remind you to shop local Southern Utah. Now, more than ever, it's important to shop local whenever and wherever possible. Local retailers and their employees are facing uncertain times. And by you shopping local, it's an excellent way to support and strengthen our local communities. If we all come together and shop local, this helps our local economy become more resilient and stronger than ever. Shop local Southern Utah. Brought to you by Canyon Media and St. George News. 
Caring for an elder family member can be worrisome and overwhelming. You want your loved ones to receive personalized care. Ovation Sienna Hills is the answer. They don't sacrifice anything in their assisted living and memory care communities. Mom and dad can stay in assisted living, left incapable and caring hands. Call Ovation Sienna Hills to schedule your private tour today. 435-429-0000. Ovation Sienna Hills, enhancing the life of every person they serve. Say you're looking for the perfect present. You might want to try looking at the perfect place. A place with toys that will light up any child's face. Christmas decor and lights that will be sure to light up your favorite place. Where it's easy to find the brands you love and the advice you trust. That place is your local Bucks Ace. Around the block, what you need in stock with people who know their gifts. Come rapid in red at your local Bucks Ace. At the Dino Crossing in St. George, across from Harmons in Santa Clara, and on Main Street in Hurricane. You've seen the imitators. You've seen the impersonators. But there's only one gun show that continues to bring the best brands, selections, and pricing on rifles, shotguns, pistols, and ammo. Right here to southern Utah. Crossroads of the West Gun Show. This weekend at the Dixie Center, you'll find everything from large caliber guns, knives, scopes, binoculars, holsters, to high-capacity magazines. You can buy, sell, and trade. So bring your guns this weekend down to the Dixie Center. The show starts Saturday from 9 to 5 and finishes Sunday from 9 to 4. This weekend only at the Dixie Center. Crossroads of the West Gun Show. Don't miss the expert appraisers. Plus, at Crossroads Gun Show, you can always expect guns, parts, grips, clips, holsters, ammo, and everything in between. Your ticket is good all weekend, so come early. Crossroads of the West. Southern Utah's best gun and hunter sale. This weekend only at the Dixie Center. Just off exit 6 in St. George. This is Kate Daly, and my show is brought to you by the Piano Gallery, located on the Bloomington exit, right by Bloomington Walmart. You can get a gorgeous piano for a great deal. Talk to John or Jamie. A piano makes a beautiful house a home. St. George Ink and Toner. If you want to save money on ink for your printers, see St. George Ink and Toner at 42 South River Road. Best Mattress, the best place to buy Tempur-Pedic. Save up to $1,500 on Serta, Beautyrest, and Sherwood. Free delivery and setup with the Best Mattress 120-day satisfaction guarantee. Why shop anywhere else? What if I told you the next 53 seconds could change your life? I know it sounds dramatic, but it's true. And while this ad might not be for everyone, if what I'm about to describe sounds familiar, you need to call us today. Let me get to the point. You've heard all the medical terms or nicknames, but... ED is real. In fact, most of the people we work with deal with depression, unsatisfied relationships, an unhappy spouse, and even confidence issues. People think it's just about the bedroom. But if you're struggling with ED, you know it's far more. At Prolong Medical Center, our treatment plans have an 85% success rate. Yes, 85%. If privacy is keeping you from picking up the phone, we get it. This is why we have a discreet entrance and spread appointments out. Worried about price? Don't stress. Treatment is affordable and transparent. Your case is not hopeless. This can change your life. Prolong Medical Center in St. George. Online at ProlongMedicalCenter.com. The Kate Daly Show is brought to you by Aragosta Restaurant. You don't need to go to Vegas to experience five-star dining. Visit Aragosta Restaurant right here in St. George and see why they were voted best in Southern Utah. Now three years in a row, Chef Amy invites you to make your reservation today and treat yourself to fine dining at Aragosta Restaurant. Oh. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. How did I get here? What have I done? When will my hopes so 
I've got Dr. Warren Farrell with me, and he's written some tremendous books on men, on fathering, on boys, the boy crisis, his latest uh, that just barely came out. You've got to grab it uh, because those lessons that our dads and fathers can teach these boys are so needed and so necessary that it's all, it's, I think it's just criminal to, to not have these men in these kids' lives, and, and they need to be. We have a, a huge crisis in this country right now with this, and we really need to pay attention to it. And I was asking you, Dr. Farrell, on the way out uh, last break was, uh, you know, are they learning more from what they learn even um, through social cues and, and, and nonverbal everything from the dads more so than, say, a mom saying it? Yes, moms or dads saying to a child what to do is helpful. Mm-hmm. But actually, if, it's followed, if, it's, if the boundaries are not enforced, then it's actually damaging. So, for example, moms and dads tend to set boundaries the same way. They'll both say, "Sweetie, you can't have your ice cream. Until, you can have your ice cream when you finish your peas." Mm-hmm. Um, and children will, of course, test to see whether they can have as few peas as possible before sure. they get their ice cream. Uh, the difference tends to be the way that moms and dads enforce boundaries. Uh, with with the with the mom, the mom is more likely to say, um, you know, "The kid, the kid will say to mom, you know, can I have my ice cream now?'" And she'll say, "No." I said, "You have to have it when you finish your." peas, but I'll tell you what, if you have these many peas, let's say half the peas, then you can have your ice cream. Now the signal goes to the, to the, to the child, boy or girl, aha, uh-huh, I can manipulate a better deal. So at the end of a quarter of the peas being finished, the child says, okay, I tried, I, have, you know, I, had, I finished my, uh, I did the, the amount of peas mm-hmm. you wanted. And mom will say, well, not quite, but you did try. And she thinks in her, to herself in her mind, I'm not going to get into a big argument over a few peas. He at least tried or she mm-hmm. tried. Um, sure. Okay, sweetie, you can have your ice cream now. Uh, Dad is much more likely to say, excuse me, we have a deal here. And you know the deal, and I know the deal, and you know that I know the deal. Uh, you can't have your ice cream until you finish your peas. Oh, you're so mean. Mommy doesn't do that. Uh, well, you can continue saying I'm so mean, and then there'll be no ice cream tomorrow night either. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, so the boy or girl learns that with Dad, it gets worse when I complain and try to manipulate. I'd better learn to focus on doing what I need to do in order to get what I want to have, the ice cream. So what the child is learning without knowing it with the dad is to have postponed gratification, to be able to not have Mm -hmm. that gratification of the ice cream until you do the things you need to do. With the mom, it's learning to do not postpone gratification, but immediate manipulation. Um, And so so moms report having to say things over and over again because when they do say something, the child learns that it's only a cue, it's only a negotiating position, and it's their job to negotiate. With dads, it's not nearly as much a negotiating position. He may negotiate... at the beginning, but once he makes a decision, um, he says that 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 goes. And so children. Now here's where it really comes. The importance comes in. Children growing up predominantly uh, raised by parented by dads. Only one. Only 15 percent of them have ADHD. Huh. Children predominantly parented by moms. 30 percent have ADHD. Wow. And you can see why, with what I just explained, yeah. that the child with the uh, with the mom 
learns that he doesn't have to focus his attention or her attention on doing what she or he needs to do. They can just get it. They can get sidetracked by better methods of manipulation and negotiation. With dad, the child has to focus on doing, focus the attention rather than having a deficit of attention. Mm-hmm. And so, and the importance of that is it leads to the slippery slope when a child does not have postponed gratification. They can't finish their homework. They can't um, mm-hmm. uh, rehearse for an acting job because they don't have the discipline to do the rehearsal for that or playing soccer and then learning all the rules of football or, or basketball. And so they don't, so they have dreams because moms are very good at helping the children dream and recognize the best parts of themselves. Dads are also good at that, sometimes not quite as good at that. Um, but the dads, but a dream that is not followed up by discipline mm-hmm. becomes usually a disappointed dream. And then eventually I found that the children become afraid to dream. Wow. What you said was just so powerful in understanding a father's role and respecting it. And a lot of women, and I and I can say this because I am one and I'm a mom, you get into momager mode. Uh, you're the manager of the family. You know best. You're around the kids more. And so a lot of women can can tend to try to treat their, their, their husband as another one of the kids and manage everybody. And then mom always knows best. That isn't the case. The, the lessons that you just talked about are vital and yet we women cater to one, the men cater to the other. God and all of his wisdom put us together to raise kids for a reason. And they have to get both sides of that, right? They have You're to. exactly right. So, yes, just because I was just stressing the dad side, um, one of the things that I discovered in, in my research for the boy crisis is that it's that the children that do the best are ones that have what I call checks and balance parenting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the child says, Mom, can I climb the tree? Mom says, no, sweetie, maybe in a few years you can. Um, Dad says, yes, you can go ahead and climb the tree. Wait a minute, I just said the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the mother and father get into a, a, a disagreement or a discussion about that, and they come to a conclusion. Okay, you know, Jimmy or Jane, you can climb the tree, um, but you can't go above a certain point, and you can't go out on these branches. And Dad, you want you want the, you know, the child to climb the tree? You get under the tree in case the child has a bad fall. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, oh, by the way, give me the um, the iPhone so you don't mm-hmm. get distracted by that. And so the, the the result is that the child has had some more opportunities to climb the tree. Which now, what's the value of climbing the tree? Getting mm-hmm. hurt? Mm-hmm. The mom might think. Mm-hmm. No, the value of climbing the tree is that the child begins to learn his or her IQ increases by making constant decisions as to what is dangerous and what is not dangerous. What's the risk I should take? What's the risk I shouldn't take? That increases a child's IQ, increases a child's uh, understanding of the, of where risk-taking goes too far mm-hmm. and yet where caution goes too far. These are things that develop our children's skill sets. Um, and, and, and it's not from listening to anybody. It's from having the experience, the best things that dad, that children do is to have an experience with a parent, uh, an experience that let's say they go out camping or hiking, Mm -hmm. and you let the child go off a little bit on his or her own, but you sort of know what the parameters are. You let the Mm -hmm. child go too far, and you can put the child in danger position, but you don't let the child go far enough, and you don't teach the child how to take risks, how to explore, how to fall and hurt themselves, which a certain amount of that is is okay, but too much Mm -hmm. is not okay, and that's where that combination of... um, 
of, of checks and balance parenting comes in. That's the benefit wow. to the children. So in a world where we're told that women are superior now and men are stupid, because that's the, the byline in movies, it's the byline on every TV show, the, the, the dad is the dumb one, and everyone else knows better than the dad. And then we've dialed him down to just provider, give me the paycheck and that's it. Because all of these things that you're talking about are so vital to this kid growing up, to this kid understanding who he is, having their value, understanding of themselves, and making a really good human being. <laughs> uh, not to mention that, too. Um, we women really need to learn a big lesson, and that is to be a respecter of fatherhood in general. Yes. Be a respecter of fatherhood, even as you make sure you articulate what you feel is best mm-hmm. for the child on your side of the great, greater likelihood to protect, greater likelihood to nurture. Uh, those types of things are, are built into mom's propensities and the, as the hormones change when the child is born. And so that needs to be heated as well. And so the most important single thing, the, re- the reason I started teaching couples communication workshops around the country is because I started seeing that uh, the boy crisis happens very frequently when there's divorces and there's minimal Mm -hmm. father involvement. Divorces happen because the Achilles heel of all human beings is our inability to handle personal criticism without becoming defensive. Mm -hmm. And so I've developed a way of getting couples to be able to hear personal, what would normally be interpreted as personal criticism, but instead of interpreting it that way, they, um, they learn to interpret it as a new opportunity to be loved in a different way. And so they are able to hear what their partner's differences are, and then their partner has a chance to express their differences and be heard without, having, without being interrupted, mm-hmm. and how to take that type of learning. So the important thing there is that when mother and father know how to communicate, they're much li- less likely to get a divorce. Many people, you know, do stay together for the children, mm-hmm. but the children experience that, you know, the parents may not be legally divorced, but they're psychologically divorced, mm-hmm. or worse yet, they're in a minimum security prison marriage. And, you know, and that doesn't sure. encourage the children to feel excited about getting married. Yeah, and men need to keep fighting for their kids, even if, if even if they're not allowed to parent, even if that woman thinks that she's all powerful and can do it on her own and doesn't need the guy uh, to be part of their lives, uh, they still need to fight. The kids need to see them fighting still. The kids, yes, what you're saying here is extremely important. Uh, I was sh- sharing with you on break mm-hmm. uh, that you know I do a lot of expert witness work around the country to uh, help children have both parents. Um, but uh, one of the things that is disappointing is that the, the legal system, the judges, the family court system, is very biased against dad involvement, especially if moms say anything about fearing being with the dad or you know, something along those lines. And so um, the dads oftentimes feel extremely depressed. Some suicidal and they say to me I don't you know I I just tried my hardest and I say if they do lose the opportunity to be equally involved with their child I say don't do it don't say it necessarily now but when the child gets to be the appropriate age and you feel she or he is mature enough to understand it let your child know that you are fighting to be that you Mm -hmm. fought and you are fighting to be involved with him or her, and you hired lawyers to help you do that, and you did run out of money, but you wanted to have some place for them to live. Let them know they were wanted by you. That isn't that 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 won't solve the problem completely. But one of the things that haunts children the most when they don't see their father is that what did I do wrong? Why did Dad abandon me? Mm-hmm. Why is the half of me that is my dad? I'll repeat that last part. 
why as they look in the mirror they see the half of themselves that has the body language and the hair of their dad let's say mm-hmm. and they feel that the the half of me that is my dad why doesn't he love me why did he abandon me why didn't he fight for me so he does need to for you uh, children need for you to walk a fine line between letting them know that you fought for them without poisoning the children about their mom I love what you just said. Boy, I love what you just said. I know a lot of people out there are nodding. <laughs> um, this is, these are huge, huge lessons that really can improve our lives right now. And I really feel like we women um, need to make sure that it's a partnership. It's a partnership, and it's a partnership for a reason. We bring different skills to the table, and women don't always just know best and have it all figured out. And uh, and I feel like they need to be that that respecter of of the the husbands and fathers in their homes. And then the kids see that, right? The kids see that relationship. Absolutely, and the, yeah. the children. Uh, there's there's aside from good communication, um, and and when you have that willingness and ability mm-hmm. um, to hear your partner's differences, um, which is not easy, by the way, because the more we, you know, some people say, well, it's all about love. You just need to love sure. your partner. Absolutely not true. Right. Um, the more you love your partner, the more vulnerable you feel. The more vulnerable you feel, the more anger, disagreement, criticism hurts. And so the more you be defensive you become. So you biologically we are programmed when we hear something that that we that is criticism uh, we are programmed to become defensive because it could have been an enemy that was criticizing us and so it, mm-hmm. it paid to be defensive um, in order to survive right. but in order to, to, to love people your partner needs to feel heard not defended against not for you to be preparing your story mm-hmm. and your, your defense while your partner is talking mm-hmm. and so th- this these are skill sets that are not biologically available to us until we do something that is unnatural, mm-hmm. which is to learn to listen to our partner, mm-hmm. and even though we are feeling attacked, even though we are not being attacked, usually the person doing the, quote, criticism mm-hmm. doesn't perceive herself or himself as a criticizer. Right. They see themselves as a person making a suggestion for new ways of being intimate or more effective as parents, mm-hmm. but any person listening to that who is asked to make any change in behavior um, or attitude is experiences that as criticism. I wish we had another hour. I know men are very uh, direct. I also know that uh, women try to turn men into women, and we shouldn't want to, by the way. We should probably want to um, address and learn how they respond to things. They're very direct. We're not. And uh, and I also think that, that kids growing up with both parents see all the differences and understand and, and can, can, can understand those differences better and respect them. And I love that. I, I love what you have to say. The Boy Crisis, get the book. Uh, Dr. Warren Farrell, thank you for chiming in on this uh, Father's Day Eve so that we can talk some sense about men and fatherhood. I really appreciate all your efforts. Well, thank you for your integrity, the way you ask questions, the way you listen. You're just a blessing. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Farrell. Uh, all right, we'll be right back. We'll take your calls. I want to hear what you have to say about fatherhood, masculinity, all of it. When I come back, 888-673-1450. Be right back. So ready. You know, 